Hello there fellow filmmakers and welcome to the second episode of Let's Talk Film. Um, I'm your host, Harvey Bridgewater, and with me, uh, same as last time, we've got Daniel Shearn and Luke Shooter-Page. What's Hello. Up? Um, so this week we're doing uh, a Harry Potter special, um, mostly because Dan was very impatient and couldn't wait uh, any more duration of time until we did another one. Just procrastinating, you know, should be doing uni work, but doesn't yeah, matter anymore. It doesn't matter. Same. <laughs> Exams, they are what they are, but, you know, Harry Potter can't it's, wait. It's more important, obviously. <laughs> obviously. Obviously. So um, we're basically uh, going to go through which one's our favourite, and then we're going to go through our lists. Uh, we're not going to go into much detail, because we don't want this to be three and a half hours long. And um, then we'll go through each of the films individually, talk about what we like, what we don't like, and why a certain film is on a certain spot on the list. Capiche? Lovely. Comprende. Coolio. Jones. Um... <laughs> <laughs> can, I, can I just say one thing? Yeah. Were you, were you like trying not to laugh when you introed that? Uh, a little bit. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. Well, hello, just hello fun- fellow filmmakers, thought, you know. I just thought it was funny, yeah. Yeah. Just say it that- to yourself into the mirror every night before you go to bed so that you no longer find it funny. I'll say it in my sleep. So we're sitting there, <laughs> sitting there, Pedro looking at me really concerned. It'll just be, hello there, fellow filmmakers. Hello there, fellow filmmakers. <laughs> just like that. Could be like, what the, I'll just say, because it almost, assist- <laughs> this almost r- made me laugh. But yeah. I know. I heard Dan. You did a you did a good exhale. I thought he he wants to laugh, but he's not allowed. Anyway, you held it in this time. Though. I held it. In, yeah. Anyway, yeah. right. Yeah. Let's continue. Um. Right. Who wants to to go first this time? Oh, will it be me again? We're sure. doing it the same order? Yeah, why okay. not? We might as well. Alright. Um, well, very briefly, my favourite Harry Potter film mm-hmm. is The Chamber of Secrets. Oh. And the briefly why is because whenever I think of Harry Potter, I think of that film. Uh-huh. It makes me feel very nostalgic. Yeah. Um, and I just love the world in it. So, yeah. Fair I'll enough. We'll talk about it more later. That was very brief. Well done. <laughs> that was yeah. brief. That's what we like to see. We can chat <laughs> at length later. Yes. Yeah. Luke. Uh, my favourite is Prisoner of Azkaban because, um, other than some points that I'm going to talk about later, I, I think the story is great. I think it's very well shot. And it was my most memorable from when I was a kid. Thank you, Luke. My favourite Harry Potter film is, of course, Prisoner of Azkaban. Um, because Alfonso Cuaron came in there and he said, I ain't going to make a boring movie. I'm going to make whatever I want, pretty much. And I appreciate that. And it's a good time. That's, yeah, Prisoner of Azkaban. That section was a lot shorter than last time. It was. <laughs> it was. <laughs> well, I feel like that's a good fair, sensible length. Yeah, 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 last time we didn't need to talk about stuff because we, we talked about it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, let's briefly go through the list. And by that, I mean we're just going to say what goes where and we're not going to say anything else. We can leave a space for a, a, even a reaction if you want, just like a ooh or an interesting. Ooh, ah. uh, can I say no or like... Mm, you could be like, mm, I, I don't agree. Can we do like a parliament's disagreement? Like, Rrr. 
No. Uh, <laughs> no. No. I'll be Jacob Rees-Mogg. Right. Why would you want to be him? Right. Okay. <laughs> Daniel, start. Yep. Start at number eight. Order of the Phoenix. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Luke. Yeah. Chamber of Secrets. My number eight is Philosopher's Stone. Ooh. Yeah. Or Sorcerer's Stone if you're uh, American and and have a small brain. Um, Number seven for Daniel. Uh, Deathly Hallows Part Two. Mm. Loki. Philosopher's Stone. Okay, my number seven is Chamber of Secrets. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Daniel, to to Daniel, number six. Uh, Half Blood Prince. Okay, Luke. Deathly Hallows Part Juan. Mm. My number six is Order of the Phoenix. Oh. 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 Daniel, number five. Uh, Goblet of Fire. Okay, Luke. Deathly Hallows Part 2. Mm. My number five is also Goblet of Fire. Ooh. <laughs> Daniel, number four. <laughs> uh, my number four is Philosopher's Stone. Mm. Mm. Luke. Uh, my number four is Goblet of Fire. Ah. Ooh. <laughs> Mine is Half Blood Prince. Mm. Mm. Daniel number Ooh. three. Uh, Deathly Hallows part one. Ooh. Ooh. Luke? That's quite high up. Uh, my number three is Order of the Phoenix. Ah. Mm. <laughs> uh, that... <laughs> my, my number three is Deathly Hallows part two. Daniel, number two. Uh, Prisoner of Azkaban. Mm. Luke? Half Blood Prince. Mm. My number two mm. is Deathly Hallows Part One. Ooh, and we all obviously know our number one. Chamber of Secrets because yeah. it's the best. And uh, Prisoner of Azkaban because it's the best. Because it's just. It's best. Yeah. Better. Inarguable. Get yeah, out of here. I mean, obviously. <sighs> and of course, I'm going to spring the legendary best independent film question, which you never prepare for. Ooh, and the obvious um, answer is, of course, Philosopher's Stone. Yeah, I don't know. Really. Yeah, just because, um, just because it did. You know, it could have not had a sequel, really, couldn't it? Uh, true. I, I think, so. from the story's perspective, it's the one with the least kind of left. Uh, left for the next book and that's yeah. probably because it was the first book she ever wrote and it's the first film they ever made um, and yeah. you know you never stone. start out m- trying to make a, a series unless you're DC of course um, and we all know how well that I, went I really think that was that was a good segue Harvey into the next into section. the next section we're just talking <laughs> about all the Harry Potter movies in the order that they were released in and of course, we start with Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone, or as it was titled in America, Sorcerer's Stone. 
Uh, do we have an American audience? Do we have an audience? No. Yeah, we do. Yeah, about 40 people. <laughs> we have an audience yeah. of about 40 people. And three of them are down. Okay. Um, <laughs> so. Well. <laughs> it's true. Okay. You can't deny. I'm um, going to call it the philosophers then from now on because I don't care for the Sorcerer's Stone. Well, yeah. if you are American, please comment below. Why, why is it called that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do you uh, have small brain? Yes. Um, Philosopher's Stone. Let's start with uh, Dan. Yeah, I um, put it in the middle of my list. You did? Uh, yeah, I, I don't think... I think the child acting is bad in places. Yeah. Um, mm. But, like I said for Chamber of Secrets, I think those two... Two, I can't speak. Those two <laughs> films, um, <laughs> right? They have like right, this, right, right. they have this. Just nost- quick, like, just quick. What? I'm gonna I'm gonna briefly go to the toilet, okay? Because just this is wow. this is like wow. spur of the moment, just a feeling, and I thought that's not good. Oh so, yeah, we're gonna, gonna have you're gonna you're gonna have to edit. You know? <laughs> oh, and we that, can that's edit fine. Out that's my, fine. My fuck up as well. No, no, we'll keep that. Um, oh. No, fuck you. <laughs> I'll be back. Just talk amongst yourselves. I'm going to leave it recording. You know, say some fun stuff. Talk about Fantastic uh, Beasts while I'm gone, and I'll, I'll just put it. Oh, in, I'll just edit. Oh, all right. I'll yeah. just edit yeah. it in, in the end. Smooth segue into Fantastic Beasts. Yeah, yeah. Go. Right. All right. Well, if they were in my list, they would be the bottom two because they're the worst. Um, well, crimes. I mean, I enjoyed the first one, but I don't. I don't think it's quite comparable to the main. Uh, honestly. When I when I saw the first one in cinema, I didn't like it that much. Um, and then I didn't see the second one in cinema. I saw it on at home. I don't blame you. And I can't really remember any of it. And I remember it being really dark, the film, yeah. and not being able to see what was going on. It but, was far too dark. I think the storyline was all over the place. It They tried to set up, like, the mega-Nazi wizards... Um, which is fun, uh, and the Dark Lord, and all that, and Dumbledore having a relationship with a mass murderer. Um, yeah, it was a bit strange, wasn't it? It's weird, weird, and they tried so hard to set up like a series of films in number two. It felt like all of the plot points were resting on a third film, and yeah. it's dumb. And they wasted and it, Flamel's character, and it's, it's sad. Yeah, right. he's, he's like a weird old... I can't even really remember, but I just remember him being very, very old and like crooked. Mm. <laughs> like, like that film is so forgettable, in my opinion. Yes, both of them are actually. I can't. I think I've watched the first one twice. Mm. I've only watched the second one once. So I, I mean, maybe some people would say I can't really comment on them, but I, I only ever watched the second one once, and I, I had a lot of time to think about it. You know, ruminate really. Uh percolate those ideas and I, I still maintain the fact that it's bad um I just yeah like it was never even if the films were good I still wouldn't put them above any Harry Potter film because I think right. it's just very unfair because I, you just don't get the same investment it's not it's not quite the same like Hogwarts is so no. much more interested in New York and Paris because it's new um and the problem is with Fantastic Beasts, like the magic has already been—you've already seen it all before. Mm. 
So you don't get the the kind of wow factor of being introduced to that world because yeah, you're already familiar with everything. Exactly, and I think they thought, oh, let's have all these magical beasts appear because they weren't in Harry Potter, but like, they're just. When I look at them, I just think CGI, like Harvey with Dexter in Attack of the Clones. But I don't <laughs> mind it in Attack of the Clones, but I mind it in this. <laughs> I think the best moments of those films are Newt just being himself with the animals. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't want any of the love subtones because they were handled really poorly. There's so um, many of them as well. There's like mm. at least three love triangles I could think of. Maybe four, even. It's dumb. I think yeah. I didn't need characterization for Nagini. I never wanted characterization for Nagini. No, I, I know, that's so weird, isn't it? Like, um, why? No, no, she was just a snake for years. But she's a person. She was a person that could turn into a snake, right? And then after Voldemort turned her into a Horcrux, she just stayed a snake? Is that what it is? I don't, I don't really know too much about that. No, I, I don't dumb. think it's very well explained. I liked it when it was just like he had a pet snake that was part of his soul because it kind of was like, oh, that's the yeah. kind of thing he would have. But um, the mm, yeah, not not great films. Um, I well, would we get thought, onto the topic of Horcruxes later, but you know. Uh, yeah, um, Harvey's not back. He's not back. Um, um, we could rip into it a little bit further if you want. We could, or we could we could talk about the books for a little bit. I mean, I know it's let's talk film, but mm. um, have you yeah. read a Harry Potter book before? You insult me, Daniel. So you've read how many? <laughs> all of them. All you've of you've read them, all of them. You prepubescent child. <laughs> I'm older than you. Shut <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, of um, course I've read. Okay, well. I've only read the first three. Well, I think you've read Harry Potter before it started getting dark in the books. Um, yeah, yeah. You've well, got the light-hearted Harrys. Yeah, I just got intimidated by how long they looked. <laughs> oh. Like, like I, I got them on the bookshelf downstairs, and you've got the first three, and they're, like, you know, it's quite short. And then you've got a fire. Go <laughs> I haven't got time now. <laughs> <laughs> then you got Goblet of Fire. And it's just this fat book. And I'm just like, I can't. That's that's understandable. <laughs> uh, it's probably quite a daunting thing, especially for not having them read to you as like a bedtime story or something. Yeah, exactly. I didn't I didn't get Harry Potter read to me. I did read Harry Potter. I think I I did it in a weird order as so well. I read Prisoner of Azkaban first, which is really strange. Really? Then I, I think I went Chamber of Secrets, then the first one. You just it, hopped about, didn't you? Yeah, I know. It was weird. Um, and then, yeah, I never yeah got too... Well, just didn't want to read Goblet of Fire because it's too mm. big, but, you know. Yeah, that's fair. That's it was, fair. It's probably a shame because I've heard it's the best book. Couple of five book. Yeah, maybe you disagree. It's probably one of the ones with the most changed between right book. And I, um, I've he I've heard the uh, Half Blood Prince is a good book as well. I could mm, be wrong. I don't know. Yeah. I haven't read them. No, you're, you're not wrong. Uh, well, a lot of the books are 
good, obviously, because otherwise they wouldn't be popular. Um, I mean, I do have criticisms with them. Um, yeah. Although I, I do love the, you know, the, the world of magic and all that, I do think that you should never have made a Vardia Kadar for a spell because it just it turns your wand into a gun. You shoot, That's you shoot magic bullet, <laughs> they die. Maybe like, I, there could be because I I don't know everything like little lore piece to it, but maybe like you know how in computer computer game well, I'm just saying it for people who don't know, but you know you have like cooldown on <laughs> some like abilities. Um, maybe that have, like, <laughs> you're being too hopeful. It is not explained yeah. in that way, so yeah. therefore it doesn't exist. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I think I heard something. Uh, that was my dad asking if I was hungry, and I have had tea already in the uh, right. so I'm all right. Um, okay. Well, um, have you? Oh, have you read the uh, the Cursed Child? I have actually. You um, have. How was that? Well, how short. How's Fantastic Beasts? Um, we, we talked moved about on. it, and then we moved on because we said they were both shit. <laughs> what do you move on to? Uh, the books. Oh. Well, I well, did say... Well, fuck that. <laughs> Philosopher's Stone, let's go. Yeah, right. <laughs> Daniel. <clears throat> Start again. <clears throat> yeah. Makes me feel very nostalgic. Um, I love all like the Christmas part and nice sneaking around the castle and like first seeing Quidditch. It's just, oh, it's just a nice film to watch. Um, I, I agree. I think, I think it's the most Christmassy of all of them. Mm. Like you get, a, you definitely get an impression that Christmas happens. You know. Yeah. 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 I think it starts the tradition of always doing a special part of the film for Christmas in the films. Mm. Um, I think Chris Columbus has definitely directed better films. Hear me out. Um, Chamber of Secrets, obviously. He did that one. Um, I feel like this film was made in a very by-the-numbers fashion. You know? Mm. Nothing stands out about this film that's like, ooh, that's an interesting shot, or ooh, that's a interesting transition or you get me um yeah. i disagree isn't isn't this the one which has hedwig flying no. um, when it goes into christmas believe, or is that it, believe it or not dan that's uh prisoner of azkaban oh okay sorry I, it's been a while but <laughs> the, be the best one. the best <laughs> yes one. Um, well yeah this is the this, I think the, this is the one where hagrid drags the christmas the, tree the christmas tree yeah yeah, yeah. okay remember that yeah. Right. Um, I think this is it's it's probably one of the least technically interesting films in terms of it how it was filmed. Yes, I think um, on a visual effects standpoint, it's very impressive. Who's wiping something? That's me. I'm doing my glasses. Um, it's just you know, continue. It's fine. I okay. um, I like I like how all the characters are set up. I mean, you don't go and think, "Oh, that person's putting a bad, a really, really bad performance." Well, I don't think the kids did. No, I think they, I think they did. I think they did as I well think, as you could for child acting. I yeah. think a couple of things stand out to me. 
uh, well, the two main actors that I didn't like the performance of very much. Um, I think Dudley. I think he's he's all right, but sometimes sometimes I can tell that they've had to do a line replacement with his dialogue, and that bothers me a little bit. And um, Mrs. Dursley. Yeah, yeah. they're not in it for that long. Yeah, but compare them to to Vernon, Mr. Dursley. Yeah, like I he think, he's leagues above. Yeah, in, in they do range. enough for you to be able to not like them as yes, people. I agree as their characters, but not really get anything more than that across to you. Yes. So, um, Dan, where did you put Philosopher's Stone on your list? I put it fourth. Is there any reason that it's in the middle ground? Because I think it... What When I think of Harry Potter, I mainly think of the first three. But, yeah. like, obviously I put Deathly Hallows above this one, but I'll, I'll say later. But um, it just... I think it's got this sense of wonder that the later films didn't. And... Like technically, they're probably better films, but I I just prefer like the world building in these films, and I think that's what I mainly like about Harry Potter. Yeah. Like the, my top four, my top five, maybe actually, are more world building, whereas the rest are more character. Yeah. I think anyway. I see. Yeah, um, yeah I see. Where you, I see where you're coming from. But it's weird because. As I was talking, well, it's weird to go back to Fantastic Beasts now, but like that film is more world building, but it doesn't work for me. But in Harry Potter, it did with Hogwarts, and it's interesting seeing a magic. School. Well, I, I think Fantastic Beasts spends too much time with the explaining, yeah, rather than Harry Potter basically just throws you in the deep end, says, This is Hogwarts, it's a castle, we do spells and stuff, and then you just pretty much see the rest of it. You see yeah, it for yourself. I, I absolutely love it when Harry Potter and you have like secret parts of the castle and you're exploring. Um, and I think that's why probably Chamber of Secrets is my favourite, but we'll talk about that next. But yeah, uh, someone else talk now. <laughs> okay, Luke, well, where was yeah. Philosopher's Stone on your list? Well, it was seventh um, out of eight, so not particularly high. Yeah. Um, I, as you know, do not rate child acting very highly. <laughs> really? Um, <laughs> it's so many kind things to say about um, Jake Lloyd. <laughs> I I don't blame the children in the, involved in child acting because most of the time they are giving it their best. Yeah. And in terms of Philosopher's Stone, uh, whenever there was an, an adult actor in the scene, they genuine they generally did quite well. Yes. Um, Especially for their age, because they were very young when they started this. Um, yes, but uh, they uh, how old was like eleven, maybe eleven. Yeah, eleven, twelve. Yeah. yeah, like barely high school age. Um, so for that, congrats to them. You did a decent job. I think um, they're all a bit awkward when together. Mm. Um, which I I I didn't see it when I was a kid because of course it's a, it's a kid you don't see that kind of thing. Yeah, but. As an adult, the, the lines are just... They're not good enough. Uh, 
it just feels weird. Fair enough, Luke. Together, because I don't get that chemistry, you know. Yeah, I put Philosopher's Stone at eight, last, and you know why that is? It's because when uh, I when I go to watch all the Harry Potter movies, the one I always think, shall I just skip it and just start a chamber? That's or yeah. every single time I just think, do I need to watch Philosopher's Stone? Mm. It it doesn't it doesn't do much for the overall. Well, no. apart, well, it introduces all the characters, obviously, but like the ending doesn't really make a difference to anything. Yeah, I feel like but, after the first uh, watch, it's just it's. I find it quite boring. Yeah, no, I agree with you there. Because a lot, a lot of the um, wonder of like seeing it all for the first time is obviously lost because. You know, rewatching it, I already know beat for beat what's going to happen, and yeah, I don't think Quirrell is a particularly strong villain. No, and I am not hundred percent certain on why Harry beats him with touch or whatever. His mum loved him, therefore he has bad touch. I get, I get it in like in Goblet. Voldemort's like, I'll, I can touch you now. But... Does... Well, the whole, the whole thing was his mum, right? Uh, when a, with a dying breath, uh, blessed her child with some sort of divine protection against Voldemort specifically. The, which... thing, the thing is... This is like heading towards like the wider problem with Harry Potter, which is like, well, that what are the rules? Like, can't everyone just bless someone else with that ability? I yes, I have my thoughts on magic systems, and they are long we, and yeah, not really we, for this. But um, well, we can talk very briefly about it at the end. Uh, um, yeah. So, other than it being sort of. A bit of a bore, a bit sluggish. Some of the acting's pretty, eh. Although um, the the adult actors, for the most part, knock it out of the park. I think, um, yeah, I think every Alan adult Rickman. was cast perfectly. Mm. But I feel like they're all still coming into their roles. You know, they're not quite there yet. I don't know, Severus Snape. Well, yeah, Alan Rickman's just amazing. I think he nailed it quite uh, oh, in the first oh, film, yeah. and I think uh, I think he Maggie nailed it. S- I think I- Maggie Smith nailed it as well as McGonagall. Mm. Yes, I-, I think they are. So, the, probably the two stronger actors. How about Hagrid? Oh, oh and yeah. Hag- yeah, and Hagrid yeah. as well. Yeah, so there's, solid. Yeah, uh, I wasn't. I actually, I will say, I'm not. I do prefer the. Uh, uh, so, Mike, Michael Gambon, Dumbledore. Yes, is that right? is I that, do. Yeah, that's it. I do mm. prefer Michael Gambon, but Richard Harris, uh, rest in peace, mm. did a fantastic job as the more child-friendly Dumbledore. Yeah, he, it worked for those two. Yeah, films. for those yeah. two films, which are aimed more towards a younger audience, the softly spoken, nicely mannered Richard Harris Dumbledore made sense. Mm. I think he's probably closer to the book as well, Dumbledore. I th- yeah, because Dumbledore's always very softly spoken, and Michael Gambon's just a bit like, "Did you put your name in the goblet of fire?" You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it, it conveys it better on screen. You get a better kind of sense of character out of Dumbledore. 
uh, from it's a bit more emotional. Yeah, from I think Gambon's. Yeah. Anyway, we'll come to that. Yeah. Is that all we have to say about Philosopher's Stone? Um, uh, Harry yeah, is. I Harry like, does no spells. Harry needs to do more spells. He is a bit of a shit wizard. <laughs> honestly. Yeah. Well, they all are apart from Hermione in the first year. So I mean. True, well. but the acting of Emma Watson in that film is particularly not perfect. I think she gets. Yeah, a, there's. Yeah, there's I think, one scene in particular, like uh, when they're walking into the Great Hall, and she's like, "Hogwarts history," and it just like I always look at that and think, oh, "I always yeah, they probably think need to do that line again." I always think of that bit where Harry gets on his broom to to chase Malfoy into the air, and she's like, "What an idiot!" I just, oh, it makes my skin crawl. It make I don't know something off about uh. it. You can, you can no, but you can, you can tell Chris Columbus is just like, yeah, just like, say it like a, like a nerd. Well, I think that's um, typical of a bigger issue with Hermione, and probably I'll get onto Ron's character later in the yeah, films. Yeah, that's. Um, I think I think we're pretty much done with Philosopher's Stone. I like the Nicholas Fermel stuff, although I feel like it should have been maybe expanded upon. Yes, rather, why rather, that was yes, needed. Rather than just an... Well, not why was it needed, more just like, at the end, Dumbledore's like, yeah, we decided to destroy the stone, Nicholas Vermeil's dead now, you know, oopsie. I feel like yeah, I, we could have had fair. a little bit more than just an explanation. But, yeah, you don't really get the stakes of why the stone was important. But that's just an issue from, of translating from book to film, I think. Yeah. Um, let's talk about Chamber of Secrets. That's how it's pronounced, Dan right? start this off. You guys start off, and then I'll go last. Okay, Luke, uh, where did you put Chamber of Secrets on your list? <laughs> At the very, very bottom. Oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you man. elaborate, sir? Um, I feel like the acting in this one wasn't as good for their age for me mm. um i know they're not that much older but also it just doesn't work for me especially lockhart okay he is so infuriatingly <laughs> just <laughs> obvious of how bad he is at anything it's, it's the ham acted all the way um and and dumbledore I have issues within this one as well. Um, mm, okay. Because he just lets stuff happen. He's like, oh yeah, kids are dying, oh well. <laughs> it's fine. I, I personally feel like Dumbledore's a bit like that in every single film. But Well, that, mm, again, another issue with Dumbledore's characters in the films. But, like, <sighs> could he not have done something? No. Did he? He also knows Hagrid's innocent. And he's just like, oh yeah, take him to Azkaban, it's fine. Like, Azkaban. The place is yes. super prison. I, I think you only get that it's a super prison as soon as we get to Prisoner of Azkaban. Well, I feel I mean, like it's not like uh, yeah, J.K. Feel... Rowling makes stuff up as she goes along. Oh, well, no, of course not. Um, yeah, I feel like in these first two films, Azkaban's basically like a bit like Juvie. You know, <laughs> just like oh, yeah. you don't want to go there. That's where the naughty people go. 
but obviously it's much worse than that. Um, and it graduates to if you go there, you're Mecha Hitler. Yes, so. pretty much. Uh, any, any anything else about Ch- Chamber of Secrets? Um, anything you like? Anything I like? Yeah. Um, Alan Rickman continues to shine. Of course. Um, I think I liked Harry's character. Um, okay. Even if he did use a distinct lack of spells again. Um, well, he he had that duel, the duel with Malfoy. That's true. Uh, he sent Malfoy on his ass, which that was a good scene. I like that one. Um, but then only you could talk about the mistranslation of spell to book, to from uh, book to movie again with the spells. Well, yes. Um, because I think one of them spells he uses is like to do with being tickled, and I didn't get a sense of that. Well, also, um, what's his he's, uh, all the time? Uh, it's Expelliarmus. Uh, Expelliarmus is literally just supposed to disarm your opponent, not send them flying or yes. blow stuff up, which it, it does it very <laughs> yes times. Um, anyway, anyway. I think I've ragged on enough, Dan or Harvey. Right. Chamber of Secrets isn't that bad of a movie, but child acting is questionable, again. Um, I think something about... Something about... It's, it's difficult. The petrifying is, like, okay. But there's a lot of... Um, MacGuffins, right? In this movie, mm. in particular, for example, no one actually died from being petrified because they all but- just happened to be looking through something. True, it's a little bit contrived. Hermione there. looked in a mirror, which obviously she knew to do, but you know, Colin looked through a camera and. That other kid looked through nearly had the snake or whatever. I think I think the one where somebody looked in the water and the one where somebody looked through a ghost are possibly the most contrived. The other two make yeah, more it's sense. Like, once you get an actual size of the basilisk, like how how is how did you not accidentally catch sight of it? Anyway. Well, pipes. <laughs> yeah. So, um, of course, Hogwarts is full of giant fucking pipes, apparently. Um, Basilisk-sized pipes, to be specific. Um, so, Chamber of Secrets. What I like about Chamber of Secrets is the Basilisk itself. Some great mm. CGI, uh, great model work. Just very imposing force. I like... Um, you see, this is where I begin to struggle. What does Harvey like about <laughs> Chamber of Secrets? I liked the bit with Crab and Goyle where Harry and Ron turn into them. You like that bit? Yes, I think it's fun. Um, and it's just, it, you know, it's just a little, it's fun. It's like innocent and not, the acting's not completely terrible. And the voice syncing's very good. I think the problems I have are mostly... Again, it's like... 
you've got a chamber of secrets in your school and three second years can figure out where it is but a, f a group of fully grown and educated teachers can't yeah I'll tell you who I did like in this and, and that is uh, Jason Isaacs uh, I think he plays a very good villain um, uh, I agree. Characterization. Yeah, I, I feel like. Yeah, I agree. I think he's very good. I I disagree. I think Lockhart's uh, good. Actually, um, okay. I think that um, what's he called? Something Banner. Branner. Oh, uh, Kenneth. Kenneth Branner. I, th yeah, I think no, he's good. He's good. He's good. I think he yeah. plays Lockhart. Um, well, probably exactly how Chris Columbus told him to. Well, to be fair, I think my bigger criticism is that nobody noticed he was bad. Not that the actor was playing him poorly. I yeah, think I think. My, my well, issue there was that. I think Harry and Ron probably always knew. Yeah, but that's the point. How did nobody else? Dumbledore hired the man. I yeah, but Dumbledore hires fucking anyone. That's not the point, though, is it? Why think... does Dumbledore hire anyone? <laughs> That's the point. Is it like it's a terrible apart from maybe Lupin? It's like a te well, they're all flawed, aren't they? All the the well, yeah. At least Lupin was competent. That is an he issue. Was. That is an but issue though, with Harry Potter as a whole. By the way, is uh, placing the villain always as defense against the dark arts teacher. Um. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, except for Lupin, but or yeah. Quirrell. Yeah. You got fucking Lockhart. Lupin. Yeah. It, I still consider Lupin to be the. You know, he's a new character and he fucks things up in the story, doesn't he? Not by yeah, not by yeah. choice, obviously. But yeah, when he becomes the werewolf. No. Yeah. Then Mad Eye. Yeah. Yep. Who's actually um. Uh, what's Thing it? Thingy Junior. Oh, Barty uh, Crouch. Barty Crouch. Junior. Junior. Played by David Tennant when he had a uh, fetish with licking his lips for some reason. Um, I think that was a, a directorial choice. Yeah, it was obviously a tell. Um, but like, why the? <laughs> and then always the Doctor. He's, yeah, Half Blood well, Prince. Yeah. Was it Half? Oh no, it's Order of the Phoenix. And then in order you had fucking oh bitch tits. It was Snape. Uh, Umbridge. Umbridge. And Snip. Oh, oh, oh you said oh, no, it okay. was it was Umbridge in. I swear you said in Half Blood Prince. Yeah. Half Blood Prince was Snape, and he also turned out to be a, a fake out villain, but we didn't know was fake at the time. I mean, that is the second time in the. Um... So that's Harry Potter series. That's five that out. That's five out of four, bro. Uh, hold your fractions don't add up there. <laughs> yeah, it should be six. <laughs> six out of four, bro. The point is, the point is, why have that reoccurring thing? Because after the first three times, you're just thinking, oh, well, I I know whoever's going to be the defense sensitive dark arts teacher is going to be bad. Mm. 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 Yeah, well, that's that's a flaw with the books, mainly. Dan, Dan. Like, so. uh, sorry, <laughs> let's just continue, Dan. Chamber of Secrets. <laughs> this is yeah. Chain, um, give them praise, Dan. It deserves it. 
<laughs> right, well... well. Uh, does it... <laughs> Continue. This is obviously my favourite. Um... I I love this film. <laughs> Fuck you. Quiet, Harvey. Quiet. Let the man speak. I I just think it takes a darker turn than Flosser's Stone. The world building is great. Like all the mystery around Hogwarts, and it just has this ominous feeling that you don't get in Harry Potter ever again. In my opinion, um, I like the Basilisk fight. I think that's great. Mm-hmm. I. It has, like, Philosopher's Stone as well. It has this crisp, like, I don't even know if there's a big Christmas part in this film. But it still feels Christmassy to me for some reason. I, I don't know why. I don't think there's any Christmas in this one that I can remember. I can't remember either, but... No, I think there might be a brief thing. Yeah, I think it's very briefly, but... Um, anyway. Also, it has the best Quidditch match. Oh... Um, um, yeah, I mean, sure. I have issues with Quidditch, but that's that's not a film. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, and I think everyone, all the performances are better, in my opinion. Um, okay, because that's just naturally going to happen. Well, but, um, Emma, Emma Watson gets most improved award, I think. Yeah, definitely, she's definitely mm. much better in the second one. No, I, get- I like, I like, I like the scene. Um, as you said, where you turn into crab and go and you go into the slivering common room. Because it's, I just like I just like it when Harry Potter explores new parts of the castle that are, and that look cool. Yeah. And I don't but the thing is, like, you could say, Oh, why don't you like Order of the Phoenix then? Because it's got the room of requirement. But I just think, well that room looks shit. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm I think, that later. Yeah. But, <laughs> but like the slivering common room looks like what a slivering common room would look like okay <laughs> if you got what i mean yeah um i love the design of the chamber of secrets with the snakes on the side and the big i don't <laughs> that was, know that was a what, very long pause I between I, them I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I like i like who, i don't know who it's supposed to be at the end is it supposed to be Slytherin himself at the end no, or, uh, it's uh, uh it's who? thomas marvelo riddle what? No, 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 the, no, the, the big head that the no, snake comes the out big, of. Oh. Yeah. I th- yeah I think, oh, I, I see think, what you mean. I, oh. I believe it is Salazar Slytherin. No, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, alright. Okay. Sorry, that's my my bad. My bad. Yeah. Um, yeah I, I also I... like the car. The flying car, yeah. That's at true. I'd forgotten I forgot. Yeah. yeah. I think the car is a great addition to that yes, film. I like the scene with Aragog, although feels a bit tacked on. I, mm, yeah, yes. I, I like that scene. Yeah, when they go into the Forbidden Forest as well. Like, and they Again, go into it. Lack they, of yeah. spells. <laughs> True. Hmm. But they, they go into it again, and I quite like that. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't I, I can't I really think re- There's a lot of ex machina issues. Mm. Like, car ex machina. It happens several times. Yeah, but. Sorry, Basilisk Paul, Tooth ex machina. It's magic, yeah. though, isn't it? Yeah. Phoenix, Phoenix ex machina. The Phoenix ex machina is a bit blatant. Yeah, like, oh, um, drops the hat and then sort of Gryffindor's like, oh, here I am. And then, like, what, five films later, they're like, yeah, the sword comes to whoever needs it. And you're like, oh. I think that was explained in the books, but not the films, so. It probably was. But uh, we're not here for books. I will no. say <laughs> the one thing I don't like about Chamber of Secrets. Yep. 
is I think the end, the very last scene is a bit too happy for me, where Hagrid walks in and the whole school claps. I, I'm not sure about I that. I like it. Uh, it's nice, but it's my least favourite part of the film. I like it. Uh, so make if I have to find the negative me, of that film... It makes me feel joy because Hagrid is just yeah, I perfect. I don't hate it. I just say, I just like, if I have a criticism for the film... Do you know what I don't like? That would be it. What? When when Dumbledore hands Harry the sword of Gryffindor and Harry grabs it by the blade. My boy, uh, are, are you stupid? Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> That's his sharp end. He, he uses a magic spell to and make then, sure he doesn't get cut. You know what, actually? We forgot about Dobby entirely. Um, Dobby, yeah. I like, Dobby was actually I like Dobby. really good CG. He was pretty good CG for the time. But I don't know how I feel about the altercation with Lucius Malfoy at the end of the movie, where he Man, literally, where he right. literally, like starts muttering the killing curse. I'm just thinking like, but but you can't kill him because because it has to be Voldemort. Well, right. Well, what if he, what if he was going for Dobby? I'm going to point out something that I've said earlier. Yes, uh, J.K. Rowling makes things up. Yes. But, surely, okay, this is like a wider problem. Surely Harry was never in any danger. Harry if, specifically. Well, yeah, because surely the if the rule was, either I he has to kill Voldemort or Voldemort has to kill him. Does that? Does that? I don't. You, uh, you go. Sorry. Well, no, because D- Voldemort said like no one else can kill him. I see that as Voldemort. Like people can kill Harry, but if they do, Voldemort won't like it. It's not a. Ma- it's not a spell that oh, says only Voldemort so, can kill it's Harry. So stupid. Why would Voldemort be so, so annoying? And with the like, mouth voice. Yeah, thing but Lucius there, was fully gonna body him. Yeah, but think about it. Voldemort hadn't properly returned at that point. Yeah. Whereas later films, he did return, and you know he's. he's Yeah, but they needed Harry for that. He was necessary. That's why it doesn't make sense, Daniel. Well, you could have killed Harry. And And you know what else is strange? What? When Lucy's just like, um, says to Harry, like, one day you'll meet a sticky end. Made me very uncomfortable. Sticky uh, ends. No, I think it is. Come he's, on, he's, well. uh, he's a he's a <laughs> villain. Oh, yeah, Lucius wants to fuck Harry. Yeah, okay. And yeah. Yeah. Mind <laughs> it. it's in the gutter. Both it's not. Uh, can I? Sticky oh, ends. Not. It's just. It's a strange line. It's weird. Anyway, Daniel, let's wrap things up. I, I, I have nothing more to say, I don't think, actually. Well, so, yeah. I'm going to end this, actually, by saying something I liked about it, which I'd forgotten, and that is the Weasley House. I, yes, I like the Weasley yes, House. Yes, more world-building, great. I think that so, is much the good kind of world-building. It was none of the, oh, what's going on here? Explain the, why the pots are washing themselves to me. It's You sh- you saw everything. Yes. Um, A part of me also, grows to yeah. hate Harry re- reacting to things really amazed. I know it's. I know it makes sense, and it's completely necessary. But something about his face, just like, ooh, ah, like, show up. I don't know if Child Harry can do surprise and shock properly. Anyway, um, continue. 
Uh, also, Genie was wasted. Anyway, um, um, let's go on. To the well, next one. fuck Ron Myrny. Okay, Harry and Hermione should have been together. I'm saying it. <laughs> no. Prisoner of Azkaban. <laughs> the best Harry Potter film, of course. Top Me and Luke put this at number one. Yeah, I'll put it at number two. I'll put it at number two, okay. so it's high up. I mean, you're wrong, but yeah. Um, well, well, no, he, he can have his own subjective opinion, Harvey. You know <laughs> I'm not sure. Um, <laughs> Daniel, you may as well start. Yes, it's, it's still a very, very good film. I just think... I can't ever... Because there's always these two that are my favourites again. And I just can't put my finger on it. Why? I just prefer Chamber of Secrets a little bit more. I just think it has more of an atmosphere to it. And that's why Prisoner of Azkaban is number two. But I think the film is really great. Yeah, I'd agree. I, I think also the ending's better of Chamber of Secrets. Okay. In my opinion. I you mean the, the ending scene to... or the actual ending? No, the ending, like, with, you know, Harry and the Dementors, where, it, like, uh, instead of Harry and the Basilisk, I think I prefer that as well. But, like, I like everything. I like the snowy sections of Prisoner of Azkaban, where they go to... I can't remember where the town's... Hogsmeade. Yeah. like that. And I like the, the creaky house. The shrieking shack. The shriek, the shrieking shack. That's a very good house. That's the B Tech version. <laughs> um, yeah, and the acting was better. The acting was much better. What do you think? You two, yeah, yeah. Luke, so. go, go, Luke. Well, I have a lot to say about this film. Um, uh, don't take too long. <laughs> no, I won't. Uh, we took a long time talking about the last one. Um, it's it's very good. Um, I think the storyline is is pretty solid. Um, I am going to preface all of this by saying I, as a rule, tend to avoid time travel in stories wherever possible because it makes everything worse. Um, yes. And I think one of the few times where time travel is actually alright. Um, I know that's controversial, um, but this time travel, for me personally, improves upon the story um, because it allows Harry to actually save himself rather than having somebody else save the day for him or being given something magical that allows him to save the day out of nowhere. That was his own uh, improvement. Yes, I mostly agree. Um, I do think that the existence of the Time Turner causes problems for the universe oh, as a yeah. whole. It's fucked, mate. It's, it's um, very broken, but that's why they write out the story. I don't think they ever address in the films what happened to it. I think it was deemed um, dangerous and confiscated by McGonagall. I don't know why Hermione had it in the first place. McGonagall gave it to her so she could study more. I know that, but you're giving a child the ability to time travel. I see no issue. (laughs) <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> Rose tinted glasses, eh? <laughs> um, no. Um, but other than that, I think the story was excellent. I liked the conflict between uh, Remus and uh, and uh, sorry, Lupin 
uh, and uh, Pettigrew. You can call him Lupin or, or Remus, you know. Remus. Whatever, yeah. those three. Yeah. I think it's great. I think their acting is good. I think Snape uh, has a great character arc in this one as well. He does. Especially for proving more the, the, the good parts of Snape that you just don't see in the films prior to this, really. Um, yeah, I agree. Uh, I have a lot of good things to say about uh, Prisoner of Azkaban. I think, as far as directing goes, it's the most unique out of all the films. Oh, yeah. I think um, Alfonso Cuaron, you can tell it's a film by him. Um, not only because of the funky transitions where the camera always is, is moving through glass or moving through impossible spaces, which is obviously interesting. Um, mm. The film basically lets you know that it's a bit more grounded this time because the first scene's it's mostly all shaky cam which is all uh, very Quaron handheld action and you know this film although at times very gloomy um, I think there's enough of the childhood innocence for it not to be one of the later films which they're all a bit like dim and mm. miserable this I film was a good middle ground yeah from both I felt yeah. like this was a perfect a transitioning good... film yeah yeah um it's it's, I... it's quite bright in the places that need it but intentionally the, the Dementor scenes have yeah good I air I think all the performances are mostly better Apart from that one scene where Harry's sitting on a log and he's screaming about wanting to kill Sirius Black. I can't take it seriously, but that's because Daniel Radcliffe's trying to squeeze out more emotion than he actually has. Um, I think... Yeah, I just love everything about this movie, honestly. I think the night bus is great. That's good well, That's good world building. No explanation, that's really. True. It's just... It's there. It's a thing. Um, Take it to weird. The same for um, the Leaky Cauldron, which it's is definitely better than it was in Force yeah. of Stone. Mm. Um, that's like a shit pub. <laughs> 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 and then yeah, in this one, it's a lot better. I think I the, cr the creatures in this movie are all much more interesting. Personally, I think the hippog hippogriff is a great addition. We love Buckbeak. Mm. Um, I think He's the good. addition of Animagus, the idea of transforming into a, an animal, and the idea of werewolves, you know, not mentioned previously and just sort of is a thing now. I like that. Mm. Um, I think Gary Oldman's amazing. I think Sirius Black is a great character. Yes. <clears throat> oh God. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. I agree. I and, haven't had it on that bad in a and just, while. And just like the characters in Harry Potter, <laughs> Luke is going through puberty. Um, uh, backwards, apparently. Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah, I just I think all the acting's great. I think Lupin's a great character. I think he's the most interesting dark arts teacher mm. that we get introduced to. I think Michael Gambon 
uh, smashed it. I think, you know, having to replace someone else must have been difficult, uh, but I feel they like... like... They do the shop to introduce them as well, don't they? Yeah. Don't they, uh, they like do a long... I don't know what it's called, but it goes towards his little pedestal. Yeah. And, then and it's, like a, it's like a different pedestal, yeah. and it's just like... Yeah. And it was a clever way of doing it. Yeah. I just think... I think it's a great movie. My one complaint would maybe be that they're... Mm. No, actually, I disagree. No, I'll go with it. I don't think there was enough uh, McGonagall. Yes. I can't remember what she does in that film. Nothing, and that's the problem, Dan. Sadly, in a lot of the films, McGonagall isn't shown all that much, even though Maggie Smith is a great actress and fits the character perfectly. I remember one scene now, actually. You can't come to Hogsmeade, Harry. Yeah. Why not? Because you haven't signed the form. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's the one that's scene. A, that's it. Yeah. That must. Yeah. Um, I can't that think is of anything it. Else. Yeah. No. Well, she did. She was there for all of the the teachers standing at. Um. In the hall stuff. Yeah. yeah. But, so all of them. Yeah. I mean, Flitwick was there. Um. What, else, what else do I like about this movie? I like the time travel stuff. I like the rule where it's basically whatever you do in the past is pretty much what always happened. I think that that's a, sens- yeah. a sensible way of addressing yeah. it. Um, I, I think I think although, the yeah, best thing sorry, the film did was not explain it too much mm. because then you'd start to ask more questions about it. And once you understand how it works, I think it makes sense. And then once it's never brought up again, I think I'm okay with it. I think, of course, this is sort of a headcanon thing. Like, what do you consider to have actually happened off screen? In my mind, it would be more like maybe they destroyed it or maybe it's just been, been deemed too powerful or something. Who knows? Well, time travel is just busted generally speaking i think if they gave it um like a restriction on how far back it could take you then th- yeah that might be good um but but they don't yeah i think so the way they handled the time travel works quite well and in, in a way that you can kind of understand as well yeah i feel like in a con- um, in a very contained way it, it's good mm-hmm. but as the wider narrative doesn't serve to make things any easier no but um, as we're looking at these films individually uh, it's great love this movie pretty good yeah I, think, we, I love the I think that's the only film that we all agree is like amazing I think and the rest of the list is pretty different yes uh, let's let's obviously move on to yeah uh, Goblet of Fire Daniel where was Goblet of Fire on your list uh, number five. Uh, it was also number five for me. And Luke, where did you have it? Number four, so slightly above. Okay. Okay, okay so we agree on this. <laughs> so let's right. Let's talk about <laughs> Goblet of Fire. What's good? I like all the Tri Wizard tournament games. Mm. I do as well, apart from, um. 
I'm not sure I understand the wizarding contracts and all that, but other than that... What do you mean, the, the cup? No, like, um, should, can Harry really compete? Oh yes, he's binded by a, a, a wizarding contract. What does that mean? Mm. Is he going to like explode and die, or...? I I think that's a little bit forced, so that Harry has to do it. Yeah, I, but I I, I'd like to, to one of them to be like, well, what happens if he doesn't do it? And then one of them's like, he'll die, <laughs> or you know, or he'll like be turned into a or frog. His mind will be wiped, or like, mm. oh, he he'll lose his magicness. Who knows? I don't care. It's just yeah. Continue. Um, I think <laughs> for this film. Yeah. I'm going to move on to a different point ish because okay. I don't really have a problem. I don't really. I, I, the reason I don't like it with, uh, with the films above is because it's not like. It just. It focuses on the Tri Wizard tournament too much and there's not like enough lessons and. Do you know what I mean? Like the other mm. Harry Potter films. Yeah. I like you were at a school. This is one of like, the. It, one of the books where they didn't include. They didn't get to have much of the book in the movie. No. Yeah. Because the the Travers Tournament, although a large part of the book, isn't actually what the book is about half the time. Um so, you know. I like dragons though. Yeah. Dragons are always very cool. I yeah. always I like I like this film. But then after I like over the years it's like I think it used to be like my favourite. Yeah, but and I then think it just went down. I think my favourites were probably Chamber of Secrets and Goblet of Fire, but mostly because Basilisk is cool and Dragon is cool. I like, um, yeah, I like the dragon, like going around the castle. Yeah, I think I think everything. the Hungarian horn <laughs> tail is a is a wonderful looking dragon. I think it's very imposing and very well rendered and looks very present. You know. Mm. I also think it's a weird decision that every guy in the school has long hair now. I... Mm, that's just... Th- right, so I forgot to mention it's... this with President Vazgaran, but I like that the uniforms aren't like tidy and stuff, because I mm. feel like that's more realistic for what people their age would do. Well, in this one, been to high school. <laughs> in this one with the hair... It's much closer to the book descriptions. Um, no, but I, I, if it was Harry and Ron, that's fine. But it's like pretty much every student has long hair it's or strange, longer than they have. But it was—it's a directorial choice, you know. I suppose could just be that all the extras they got happen to have long hair. I know mean, everyone sort of was a bit scruffy. As a person with scruffy long hair, I don't see an issue with this. <laughs> yes, but everyone around you doesn't have the same hair that they look, and it's not like what and it's not did, it's be not like thing. before that point everyone did have short hair, but now they've all got all of a sudden very long scruffy hair. I would praise and, the and change. Then the, and then the year after, they go back to all having short hair again. Yeah, it's really weird for that one year. Like everyone in the school has long hair. It is. I, I it make is a point, and you're both correct. <laughs> um, but it's really nothing to do with the plot. I just thought I'd point yeah. that out. <laughs> um, I think the rules of the Wizarding Cup are um, not very clear. 
because sort of well they talk briefly about like what you're allowed during each of the trials and what you're not allowed well they cheat at most of them don't they like in the water one um was it i don't know if it was because he's bewitched but um Victor Crumb like turns into a shark, doesn't he, or something? Well, that's no, that's not Harry uses that's not fine. I think what they were trying to do was they were trying to get the students to find their own solutions to each trial. Yeah, uh... but I think Harry summons a broomstick in the dragon one. I don't. I, I'm pretty sure they said they weren't allowed a broom, but maybe I'm just. I don't know. I don't think there was that kind of restriction, but um. Uh, well, you know, well, the dragon I, I got loose anyway, so I don't think it matters. Um, um, I think it's like the trolls are cool, but they don't really make much sense. The like, problem is, though, they're that's all the on, film. Yeah, <laughs> it's the trials, and that's about. I can't really remember much else about it. I keep hitting my mic. Well, you got Mad Eye, and I like Mad Eye as a character. I think that. Don, uh, is, is it Donald Gleason? That's his son. Out. Oh fuck, um, Brendan. Brendan Gleason, he's great in everything he's in. Yeah. Um, I think he was great in Twenty Eight Days Later as well. Do you um, know what film he wasn't great in? What? The Assassin's Creed movie. Damn, <laughs> that film was a disappointment. I think. For I very think that's. I think there's a separate podcast about that, man. <laughs> Um, yes. I think Maddo's great. Although, again, questionable choice from Dumbledore. Um, well, yeah. Long-time <laughs> friends, Dumbledore doesn't recognise that he's not himself. Uh, okay. Y- yeah, like, there should be things that Barty Crouch doesn't know. Which is another point. Um, yeah. I, I, I really do love the character of Maddo. I think... He's he's very cool and should have been included in more things. But also, the Mad Eye we see is only ever Barty Crouch. In yes, in this movie. In this movie, and so but I then, feel but like then, it's a little bit cheap to yeah. try and get us to attach to him later on. It's the twist is good, but Polyjuice one doesn't give you their memories and no. doesn't teach you their mannerisms. So when Harry and Ron become, uh, and it changes his voice as well, which I th- doesn't happen in life. I think it does actually happen. I think the, the we just hear their voices, so we don't get confused. Oh, okay, that's that's fair. Um, um but yeah, that's an issue. Yeah. I think it also takes away from some of the other characters because it kind of implies that um. Mad-Eye was, uh, sorry, Barty was uh, controlling everything from behind the scenes. Um, yes, I think his plan is a bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> they, there's like, I get that like there's a lot of planning that can go into certain things, but there's just so many things that could have happened differently or gone wrong. Harry could have died many times. And I know he says at the end, like, Oh, do you think I would have let that happen? Oh, I gave you this and that so you could do it. Yeah. But also, Harry is a, like a child. Like there is, a, there is a thing <laughs> called human error. He could have died. Oh yeah, no, and he nearly does several times. 
But like that broomstick thing, it nearly falls clean off a roof. Yeah, but no, of course, it was my plan to get you there the whole time. I'm sure it was, mate. Yeah. I, I think, think yeah, sorry. the licking of lips is strange, but a good way of uh, Barty Crouch figuring out that Mad-Eye is, is his son. Yes. Do you remember that scene? Like, yeah, I yes, do remember true. that. Yeah. Yeah. He, he like he does the lick lip and bike crashes like stares for a minute and you clear like obviously he knows. I like that. Mm. And there's he's it's not like he says it out loud. Like no, you can see in his face yeah. that he knows something, but the audience doesn't know what he knows yet. But you kind of do. Mm. You know, if you if you're paying attention, I think it's obvious. I think the twist is pretty obvious, personally. Right. Well, I mean, it is. Isn't no, it? I well, I, well, I didn't see when I was younger, but that's because I was a kid. So Weird. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like first time viewing it, I didn't expect it. No. When I, I watched know. it first, I wouldn't have been able to guess that because I didn't pick up on a lot of the very minor clues that were left. Yeah, I, see, I mean, well, I see, if you, think... when you see him in the flashback, I know he licks his lips, but it's just because the mannerisms are so, like, different. But you can tell there's something off about him, but I wouldn't have guessed it was him unless I read well, the book. It's because Mad-Eye is mad. Yeah, I know. <laughs> He's yeah, but, not a stable yeah, you, character. You, you introduce two new characters... Right, one that automatically they're probably both important. And then not only is the licking of the lips thing, the ingredients of Polyjuice Potion going missing, the what's he drinking at the beginning? What do you think mm. he's drinking? Oh, I don't think it's pumpkin juice. Okay, there's a clue. Snape says, you've been stealing my Polyjuice Potion stuff. Harry's like, hmm, what? No, I haven't. There's a clue. Yeah, we don't. I suppose so then. Barty Crouch sees him licking his lips. He wanders off. Barty Crouch dies. There's a clue. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Sorry, I, I just accepted a cup of tea. That's why I um. That's okay. You can accept up. cups of tea. Yeah. Um, I hate to say this now, but now I'm thinking about it. I think I'm swapping my five and six around in my list. Okay. Mm. So I put Half Blood Prince above Goblet of Fire. Okay. Now I'm thinking about the two. You're, you're so I'm sorry about you're that. You're a bit of a fucker, really, aren't you? Right. Yeah. Right. Sorry about that. Because, um, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> so, uh, you know, make things difficult for me in the editing process, you son of a bitch. Well, no, you can just. What do you mean? <laughs> I, now, I now have to halfway through change your list. Alright, we'll just keep it as fucker. it is. Fucker. No, it's too late now. Um, You've said it now. What the is, words are in the ether. Um, Goblet of Fire is just a big, big, big movie to talk about. Really, I feel like we've been on it for a while. Um, mm. I feel like I was going to say something else. Yeah, I feel like Diggory. Yes, I like him mostly. Mm. I I like him, but I feel like he should have been given more characterization. I agree, but I also like it when he gets fucking bodied. <laughs> because I feel like it's the, I, I feel like in that moment you transition from 
this half of the franchise to the next. You know? When mm. when he died at the end, mm-hmm. I didn't really care that much. Whereas if no. it was a character that I'd known, if you'd known since the first, if they had Cedric from the first film and onwards, yes. and he was just there in the background or something, you would have probably cared a, mm. a bit more. True. Because he's just been introduced in this film, you know. Yeah. It's probably J.K. Rowling's fault. Yeah. But, um, of course. Everything yeah. is. Well, um, true. <laughs> they made Ron an arse in this film, just so that Cedric could be I, I like the scene where he gets his suit for the ball. Yes, That's quite funny. <laughs> I th- I like the ball mostly. Mm. I think uh, what is strange is that band that play the wizard music, like the rock music. <laughs> yeah, why is there a wizard rock band? It's like well, that's the, the issue. Is it feels like a a band doing a song about Harry Potter, not a, not a wizarding band? You know? Mm. Yeah. Anyway, that's yeah, Goblet mm. of Fire. <laughs> How should we wrap solid. up Goblet of Fire? It's a solid movie, but it's mm. sort of a bit mind-numbing at times. Yeah, if you get it's what I mean. A a film that is engaging, yes. but um, has certain story flaws. Yes. Um, also, the fact that the uh, Death Eaters. Like, definitely look like KKK is odd. Well, <laughs> yeah, I forgot about yeah that. it's like a black hooded version of the KKK. Well, I suppose that's kind of what they are. Um, mm, I, yeah, in a way, in a way, yeah. Yeah, but did, did they did they need to look cult. the same? No, no, well, they didn't. No, because that's why they got rid of it. But mm. <laughs> yeah, anyway. Mm. Uh, oh, one one positive point before we end. Um, yeah. Voldemort. Yes, Ray Fiennes, good actor. Mm. Um, Sorry, that's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so, Apparently, he's come came to eat the red line in Chelmsford once. Oh, mm. he yeah. made sure you no. weren't there. Um, oh, I wasn't there. So anyway, <laughs> solid movie. Um, yeah, solid movie. But just yeah. That's, that's no it's... one knows how to talk about this movie because no. it's like it's a good film, but it's also a bit uh, and a bit forgettable if you compare it to other Harry Potter films. Yeah, okay. there you go. Mm. And I would say the same of the next movie, which is Order of the Phoenix. A bit forgetful, really. Mm. Um, I think some of it is I think the last act is great, but everything else is filler. It's my um, least favourite. This is the one with Umbridge in it, right? Yes. Yeah. I, think I think she's very well played. I Yeah, I think her performance is, is great. But but this movie is like just filler. This is the yeah. one film where I think like... Mm, it's the same so, with Half-Blood Prince. They're, quite, they're both quite fillery, but I feel like this wow. one more so. There was a forced relationship with Cho in this one, which was better developed in the books, but it just... Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's it's all as good, a, but not in a good way. As this is my least favourite, yeah, I will say, you, you the, two, the, the two things that I like about this film that stick out to me is obviously Umbridge. 
great performance. And I like the design of the Ministry of Magic. I think that's a very oh, yeah. good design. They did that, well there. Is that it? I don't really... <laughs> I think compared... I don't hate this film. Yeah. I don't think it's complete shite. But if I compare it to every other Harry Potter film, it just does everything worse. Um, I, exact, I, I disagree on some ca- points, but we'll get there. It's more of a character film than any other. Mm, Maybe Half Blood Prince. I'm no, not sure. Mm, no, no. Don't know about. I disagree. Um, but you can have your opinion then. I just don't think the plot is as interesting as any other. I just, I think all the other ones have really interesting plots. Can you know? Whereas this one is just like, I will form a little group. And then that group gets disbanded, and then we're like, "Oh, like, like five of us will go to the Ministry of Magic to find mm. this crystal ball." And I'm, mm. uh, I think the ending's a bit. Maybe the pacing doesn't work me. quite as well as some of the other films. Um, but what I'm surprised at is if I look at like top ten lists on YouTube, or whatever people say this is their favourite movie. A, like, lot, a lot of people how? do really love that one, which is I, odd. Yeah, yeah, I don't. I I just think it's like, as you say, it's like a bit like Goblet of Fire, a bit middle of the road. But I just don't find it as entertaining. It's more. Uh, it's definitely more forgetful and more yeah. fillery. But yeah. Dan, I I'll have to. I what I enjoyed though. Okay, go for it. Can I? I'll I'll interject before you because of I just course, want to get this out there. Um, the I think the fight between Dumbledore and Voldemort is yes, one Queen, of the best. Very... Simply because they don't just throw two spells at each other or have a laser fight. It's actual magic being thrown here. Oh yeah, they're like just throwing very complex spells at each other. Mm. And it's yeah. it's odd to me that, that Voldemort never shows off the same arsenal again. No. But I forgive it because the rule of cool prevails. Yes, I think... I wish there were more creative applications of magic like that battle. Yes. Because it just looks so good. And yes, I, don't think, I, we got I the think. Same quality of fight again. I think everything Dumbledore does is like the perfect counter to everything Voldemort does, and I love it. Like he throws fire, Dumbledore throws water. You know, um. Voldemort throws his dark magic spell and Dumbledore I, I can't remember what Dumbledore does in return I think he just honest. stands there and just blocks it and when uh, Voldemort throws glass at him he turns it into sand exactly. it's, such a, it's just like a clever counter and obviously shows that Dumbledore's not like he just doesn't really want to hurt anyone I don't think um, I think I think yeah. it's all a great battle I think this film is very strong because of Sirius Black. I think his relationship with Harry is definitely very good in this one. Um, I think Umbridge is is great. I think... I like the Weasley bit with the fireworks. I think the Weasley twins really came into their own in this film. Yeah. Uh, I also like... Although it made me cry, I like Sirius Black's death. 
Um, because it is definitely a turning point for Harry. Almost like a pull to the dark side if we're if we're talking in Star Wars terms. Yeah, I I mm, I didn't like the death scene because I don't know if I felt that his death was deserved in that way in that place. It didn't. It I didn't don't feel think like... it was deserved, but I think that's the point. Yeah, I, because... I feel like he shouldn't have died to that, but he did anyway. I I think it works mostly because it's him and Harry dueling, and then Harry says Expelliarmus, and he and Sirius is like, "Nice one, James." Obviously, comparing Harry to his dad, you mm. know, bit of a bit of a punch to the gut, to the emotional gut there. And then Bellatrix, mm. also a great addition, mm. um, just comes in there and fucks it all up. I like this I think, movie, yeah. but yeah, you you actually get to see uh, Azkaban in this film as well. We, yeah, you do. Yeah, outside. True. I I like this movie, but it's just so much of it is filler. You know, mm. it's it doesn't feel like it makes any difference to the plot until the last half an hour. That's true. I yeah, I don't like watching this film that much, but like if you watch Harry Potter. Like if you if you go on a watch through or whatever you call yeah. it, um, you have to watch it really because of Sirius's death and yeah. Oh well, stuff. it's, it's like so in Voldemort. Yeah, yeah, you have to watch it. But I just like think, oh, now I've got to watch Order of the Phoenix. <laughs> <laughs> I and think this has one of the 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 the, late, the least uh, interesting kind of openings. Uh, I don't know. How does it even start, Barry? Like I don't. The Death Eaters come and attack Harry and Playground when Dursley's bullying him. Oh. Oh, yeah, and the Dementors look worse in this film than they did in They do. Yeah, it's a strange opening scene. Personally, I don't know. I mean, I do like the film. I put it higher than the previous one, but... Again. Oh, and, and also, that's a bit plot holy, but why are they flying, like, brooms along the River Thames? It's a good question. There's like oh. seven of them, and then Harry and Ron got in a lot of trouble for like flying a car and like because JK doesn't, doesn't give a fuck. All just right? apparate, bro. Just she, apparate. Would no, have saved because you know lives. why, Luke? Because apparate yeah. wasn't invented until Half Blood Prince. It's the first yeah. time you see it. Or use a freaking flu. Well, yeah, why, why, do, why do people walk? Like, if you can apparate everywhere, why would you walk? Why do you need a broomstick? I don't get it. It. Why do it you need a train to Hogwarts? Why don't you just give every Why don't you just give every child flu powder and say Hogwarts, and then throw it down at their feet, and they'll just appear in a fucking fireplace at Hogwarts? I do think flu powder is woefully underused. I think JK just needs to decide how things work and stick to it. Mm. But that's a wider issue. I, again, magic systems. I could talk all day about magic systems, but we don't have time for that. Um, also, for a film called Order of the Phoenix, there's not much Order of the Phoenixing. No, there isn't. 
that's true. Wait, I, well, I think it's talking about the end mainly, isn't it? Because mm. like they're supposed to come. Yeah. But like, I th- but like you, you don't know any of them well enough, so you don't really care apart from maybe Sirius. I think every other film. So Philosopher's Stone's obviously that's the main focus. Is like the Philosopher's Stone, Chamber of Secrets makes sense, Prisoner of Azkaban makes sense, Order uh, Goblet of Fire makes sense, Order of the Phoenix, not really about the Order of the Phoenix at all. And the same for Half Blood Prince. It's not really about the Half Blood Prince at all, mm. but or, or Deathly Hallows. Well, maybe actually. I get the Deathly Hallows. It's hard. Anyway, <laughs> um, let's just finish Order of the Phoenix by saying it's a bit meh. Well, it's yeah, I'd agree with that. It's it's got some very good scenes in it. And I think the last half an hour was not meh, but everything else. I meh. think it's it's kind of carried by. Um, yeah, its legacy is formed by that last. Yeah, establishing the audience's hatred of Umbridge, getting that to move the plot on to begin with, and then the bombastic ending. Yes. Let's talk about Half Blood Prince. <laughs> I put this at number four. I moved it up to number five. Sorry, Harvey. Fuck um, um, Luke? Um, I put it at two, but I can't remember why. That's not very good now, is it? The thing no. is, with Star Wars, I remember those hand, like films like at the back of my hand, but these ones I... No, I, I struggle yeah. with the later yeah. films because I've seen them less than the, the uh, original ones. Half-Blood Prince the, the is good, good fun. Um, I call this film fun. It's fun Actually, until no, it's no, fun until the ending. You see, it's another yeah. one of those. Mm. So this film opens with Harry in a subway drinking coffee, and then he gets a girl's number, and then Dumb- uh, yeah, well, and then Dumbledore whisks him away. Yeah, he cocks Harry. He does cock block Harry, but you know what? Oh, I well. mean, he says sorry, so no. so and he knows he's doing it. So I <laughs> like the addition of um slughorn yeah i do as well i think i lo- I-, I, lo- I really like that actor is there a jim mm. jim broadbent yeah so okay yeah he's very good um i i just i think this film is just like the last bit of innocent fun you get in the franchise yeah because i mm. i really like um there's one scene where they go into potions and Harry and Ron see the the like there's two books. Yeah, there's like the, the, the one book that looks a bit shit. <laughs> yeah. And then they have, and the, they have like a, a squabble. Yeah, I love that. That's yeah, great. I think, I, yeah. I also really I mean, I've done that. So. I really enjoy the bit where Harry takes the Felix Felicis, which is the uh Yeah, the, the luck, luck potion. The luck, the luck I potion. think that's dumb as a plot point cuz that shouldn't exist. Yeah, why would but... you? Why would you just? Why would Voldemort not just like drink a fucking pint of it before he goes into battle with Harry or something? I don't know. Yeah, but you know it's that's one of that's, those things that JK just making. JK added an addendum to to say that <laughs> brewing too much of it, well, brewing yes. it in the incorrect way makes it poisonous. Um, yeah, but like, and it takes how like a hard? month or so. But... Yeah, but Snape knows how to do it, so. 
Yeah. Anyway, I think the scene where he takes it and then he finds Hagrid and they get pissed is great. I love that. Yeah. I think it's very it's very warming to see Harry not so miserable and true stern all the time. He just chills out a bit. I like that. Yeah, I like this one because of that. Because Order of the Phoenix is like he's just he's just grumpy all bloody, the time, and alone, miserable. I love like the school atmosphere that this film brings back. Yes, it was kind of missing from Goblet of Fire, and I know Order of the Phoenix had like exams and stuff, but it wasn't quite right. I yeah. don't think. No, Whereas they this were film... focusing more on Umbridge and her plans, weren't they? Yeah, day to day life. Yeah, but. This film does that really well. Yeah, this film also just, it's just like back to a normal year at Hogwarts. Yeah. For most of the time. And it's refreshing to see just everyone I feel like by this film everyone's characters are pretty much set in stone. Yeah. And I appreciate yeah. that. I like I I like the backstory stuff with Dumbledore and the I can't remember what you call it, but you put your head in the pensive. Water, the pensive, that's it. Yes, I. Um, the pensive is one of them plot points that isn't actually a negative addition. Yes, because it's not like it's not completely broken and overpowered in any way. Mm. So, you can't change it. You're just looking at the past. Yeah, it's, like, it's, 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 it's a very balanced addition. Yeah. It's a very good way to have flashbacks in your story without it being information that the characters don't get. Yes, I agree. Because uh, normally when it, there's a flashback, you're either looking through somebody else's point of view or only the audience gets that information. You just have to wait for the characters to find out. Their own. Um, this film is good. I don't, it's, it's got good vibe. One thing I don't like about it is, um, like, the camera. Not, not, well, it, it's like very dark compared mm. to the other films. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't mean that. Like, no, just I, the scenes look darker. I agree. I feel like that's a trend, though, especially for the yeah. last. Because the last four were all done by David Yates, who Yates. also went on to do Fantastic Beasts, and all those movies have a very similar look. But the look is yeah. uh, dark and grey. Well, I think from, like, Goblet onwards it was quite dark. Um, yeah, but Goblet's still colourful. Yes, I think uh, from this film especially, there was very little bright lighting. It was all quite subdued. Mm, yes, very flat. But... Solid. I like Malfoy in this movie. Yeah, he's a, yeah, he's the best he's been since uh, mm. Prisoner of Azkaban. Well, they gave him some actual characterization, for yeah. him, which is great. Yes, and some internal conflict, which we like. I like the fight in the bathroom with him and Harry. Yes, I mm. like the spell um, Sectum Sempra. Sectum Sempra. Yeah. Which means, like, lots of knives. Right. I, there's not a direct translation. Well, there's, um, there's a rough Latin translation for most of the spells. Well, Latin or Greek, but yeah. Uh, 
Well, yeah, I just think I think it's it's... interesting you can create a spell, although doesn't make much sense in the long run. But I mean, there are implications there. But um... like how? Okay, how do you make a spell? Well, do you just combine? Just do combine loose Latin and Greek words, and then wave a wand, and see what happens. I think it's um, it's, it falls down to J.K. Rowling's magic system again. Just making things up. She's she's got what I like to call it a soft magic system, which means there there's almost no rules. Fair it enough. just is whatever she needs it to yeah, be. Just it is what it is. Hmm. Um, I like the tower scene a lot. I like the bit where Dumbledore says to Severus like. Severus, please. You know, because yeah. obviously in the wider yeah. story it means a lot more. Mm. And I like the reveal that he's a half blood prince, although it doesn't feel particularly weighty because it's not like yeah. it's not like all the half blood princes. Like, oh, there's a prophecy that the half blood prince will be the downfall of Hogwarts or something. And then Harry finds a book about the half blood prince, and he's like, oh, this is strange. It's not like the early importance. Yeah. The early importance the Half Blood Prince has to the story is the book of potion making. But then, yeah, he's only named in the book. Whereas, yeah, as you said, if it was like a prophecy or something, that would have been more, way interesting. more interesting. Yeah, no, and think about that. I'm sure in the book it explains why he, the Half Blood Prince, what that actually means. Is it because he's a Muggle? Half muggle. It's, he's a, he's a mudblood, isn't he? He's a, That's he's it, yeah. a, a half breed. Okay, okay, that makes sense. But also, it just feels like a very weightless twist because there's no, like what Dan said and I said, there should there should have been more behind there's, behind yeah. it. Just as our there's whole. no narrative weight to the reveal. Because the the title of Half Blood Prince doesn't mean anything narratively. Yeah, I think what it's supposed to do is give you a greater understanding of Snape. I see where you're coming from, but also no, because, <laughs> <laughs> because I see your idea, but you're wrong. What what the movie needed was a prophecy. It needed That's what the order of, the order of the Phoenix could have had that in that little cross exactly prophecy the prophecy or, could but... have been. You know, also, uh, one like Harry's gonna have to kill Voldemort, Voldemort will have to kill Harry, and the Half Blood Prince will be the downfall of something or other. I don't fucking know. Mm. It just needed more weight, yeah. But this film is number four on my list, mostly just because of what I mentioned before. It's nice to see Daniel Radcliffe relax a bit. Um, yeah. It's nice to see more of Hagrid. Yeah, I like that part of the film where they go back into Hagrid's hut because they didn't go in it in four and five. And I think that scene in the cave where Dumbledore swirls fire around his head is pretty fucking cool. Yeah, that's pretty fucking. It is. Cool. It is pretty, pretty cool. cool. Pretty fucking cool. Um, let's wrap up Half Blood Prince by saying it's pretty good. 
it's all right. It's better than Order of the Phoenix. It's definitely mm. better, Odin. Well, yeah, oh yeah, because you put it on two in your list, Luke. Uh, yes. Um, yeah. I, I, there was a reason, and I was convinced, and now you know what, I Luke, can't remember what it is. If you remember, just let us know. I'll drop it in later on, <laughs> and you can edit it to your heart's delight. I won't. Let's go to number two. <laughs> Let's go to Deathly Hallows Part One. Luke, mm. oh, I love this film. Where where did you put this film, Luke? I I put this quite low. Now, uh, in my defence of, oh, I put it at number six. Okay. Um, in my defence of the lower rankings of the Deathly Hallows, uh, it's because I don't remember them as well. Um, okay. So I haven't rewatched them in ages. Um, and also, I uh, I think they're, they're quite that the pacing is quite slow. Okay. Um, I love Deathly Hallows Part 1. So do I. It's my number two. Which, um, for most people, is very high. Because most people would argue that this film is a bit boring and a bit slow. But I think this is the closest you could get to a character piece for these characters. Um... And I think it's just a refreshing look at the world of Harry Potter, not through the lens of students or or Hogwarts, just through the lens of the characters instead. Mm. Um, I I'm gonna hundred percent agree with you. Yeah. Um, and I would have liked Fantastic Beasts to be more like this film less characters just explore places that like i i just don't think i think this film why i love it so much is because you go back to godric's hollow and, and you go to all these like you go into like forests and yeah it's a weird location and it's, yeah obviously the balance between like location and character i think is done very well i think this film succeeds because these are three already established characters and we're just getting to know them even better. Yeah. I think why Fantastic Beasts failed is it tried to introduce so many new characters all at the same time. Yes, well it tried to establish a world in a single film. Which um, doesn't work. No, but it, then it went even harder at that in the second one, which was just painful to watch. Yeah, we don't um, need to talk about that though. Um, <laughs> this movie is the best acted from the main three in my opinion yeah i'd agree with that as well i think daniel radcliffe this is the film where he becomes a like an adult in my opinion yeah i think he's the strongest of the three in his adult acting i i agree honestly i think i just i think he's really good in this film it's strange I think I think the weakest is maybe Ron. Mm. He has less stuff to do because he does like leave for a while. Yeah, but I I like their argument scene mostly because of how Daniel Radcliffe plays it, where he's it's like it seems more like a bottled up anger rather than just like an outburst. 
Yeah. yeah. Um. Another yeah. scene I really like is uh, how they tell the Deathly Hallows story. I agree. That was a great way of doing that. They could have just, you know, had Hermione read the book. Or like, Harry look a, out or like a, a live action yeah. version. But yeah. I like the little animation. No, I think having it be kind of more artistically rendered is a much better way of doing that. Because then it's more of a legend than fact. Mm. And I think that it's important for that to be left to some interpretation before the last film. Mm. Yeah. Um, I have issues with the Deathly Hallows, but we can get to that with part two. Um, just the, the Deathly Hallows as a whole. Um, but I think this movie, although it ends in quite a downbeat way, I think this one... I know it obviously would lead perfectly into part two, but I think... I don't know. This movie feels complete, although it's a part one, if you get what I mean. Yeah, I could see that. I think it made sense for this movie to be a part one. And it's it's difficult to explain. I just feel like the ending works, considering this is deliberately ended to lead on to the next one. I, th- I think this is like a perfect way to do a part one and a part two because if they all had it in one film it would just not work and yeah the, cra- think- the craze of splitting up the final book into part one and part two after this obviously I'm not thankful for that but it, it no. worked in this occasion I think yeah because because all this setup is needed whereas I like the Hogwarts I, I just like it wouldn't like getting all the Horcruxes wouldn't feel as. Um, that's one thing I do like about it as well. Like they're not just getting Horcruxes. Like, well, they've got to figure out how to day. destroy. Yeah, them first, that's and like... they're there for they're there for months trying to to find out how to destroy this one they've got and to find the others. Whereas like the last film, they're like, oh, now they know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I, th- I think I think the last one. They're not all at Hogwarts. Apart from the one in the the bank. Yeah. The rest of them are. So, I mean, Harry already destroyed what? One, two? The diary. Yeah. Mm. Dumbledore Uh, just destroyed the ring. Yeah. Although it cost him... Well, his life. Pretty much. Uh, I think think you're right. I think they they did need the, the kind of the space to give... Uh, each of the Horcruxes kind of the weight that getting it deserved and the destroying of it that, that kind of letting them uh, showing them sorry actually having to put the effort in to do all of these things to earn the victory themselves and that especially sets up the second film but I do think that the because of the way it was done it does make things feel slower because they had to I think had things out a little bit of time. Although it's slow, I think this film is is perfectly paced. In my this is obviously in my probably biased opinion, but I think these characters, especially before the final film, needed time to to breathe. 
you know yeah like they go yeah. through such dramatic changes from film to film I feel like I feel like I needed to in my brain to know exactly who they were before the last film yeah you wouldn't you yeah. wouldn't get you wouldn't feel the way you did at the end of part two if you didn't get part one yeah because it, you'd obviously feel like for the characters but I think part one adds to it so much well yeah um, because obviously Harry he Harry obviously goes through most the most changes throughout each film and I feel yeah. like it, you needed to establish that he's actually quite a level headed person in the, at this point he spends most of the franchise being kind of crazy well he kind of what does he do he sacrifices his life for Ginny at one point uh, he's, he's shouted at random people and just thrown hissy fits and then he's been like partially yeah, depressed he's, at time, so it's like he's been so up and down I feel is. like establishing that he's actually really level headed and just a really nice dude and the fact that he basically just wants to be a normal person I feel like that's important for his character yeah someone else can speak <laughs> I mean, I, what I think about the Deathly Hallows, you pretty much said. I mean, I really love that film as well. Yeah. Um, I yeah, I I because I think you touched on it as well. Like people don't like this film, and I just don't understand why. And I and I think why it's most high people up just think me. it's boring, but I don't. I just like all the elements um, to it, um, Luke, and it makes Luke, it Luke as a hater. <laughs> Can I, you? I I have real issue with the dis discussion because I can't remember much about it. Um, was the Ollivander scene in this one or the next one? Where he looks at the ones. Where he's rescued. This is he's that's re this one. This, he is this rescued, film, this film ends there's... on Dobby's death, which is also yes, okay. very sad. Right, and that is very. Sad. I remember crying at that. Actually, it was yes. that was impactful. Um, I I think Ollivander is a good character as well. I think. Yes, John Hurt, John Hurt is lovely man. Excellent. Rest in peace, John Hurt. Uh, indeed, John um, Hurt, voice of the dragon from. <laughs> yes, John Hurt, <laughs> voice of the dragon. Um, I don't know. I just I really like this movie, and I really like that chase through the woods. Most people hate that chase. Yeah, you could just um, what was it? Uh. What we were talking about it earlier. The, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. Oh yes. Yeah, that's it. Apparition. Apparate, that's it. Apparate. Yeah, sorry. It yeah. just like yeah. It just that word went out of my head. Um yeah, why is, the, is quite broken. Yeah, they I mean in that chase, the plot hole for that is you could just do that and get away I but, um, think I think the idea is if you are could possibly be caught by somebody then you would then you'd, you'd what would happen to you is what happened to Ron where he got spliced do you remember that possibly. bit possibly well he got yeah. he got grabbed on the yeah. arm and then his arm was all fucked up yeah but when they weren't mm, I suppose I, I, I get I get what you're saying she tries to him him impose some risks to apparition apparition but it's all it's a very overpowered skill as is the fact mm. that defeaters can just turn into smoke people 
Um, so why don't they just do that all the time? Who knows? Um, and it's weird because in Order of the Phoenix as well, um, the good people, the can Order turn can turn them to what? Yeah, but that, but then they can never do it again. And J.K. Films. Rowling makes things up. We can get to this. <laughs> Let's just finish well, this movie. Yeah, I don't yeah. think they're criticisms of the film. I think they're criticisms of her writing. Yes. Yeah, true. Yeah. Uh, Jacob Rowling is... Yeah, anyway. This movie is good. My it's second solid... my second favourite. And that's, you know, that's a big ask. And if I actually had the option, I would group this one and the part two together. But... Yeah. As they are separate beasts... We will... I think they should have pulled a um, a uh, Lord of the Rings and just done the whole thing together. I I don't. No. But I just meant I would group them if I had to rank them again. Because I mm. I would consider them one thing. But as they well, are, but as they are actually story, separate movies, it? you know. Anyway, definitely Halloween's Part Two. I have it uh, at number three. I have it at number seven. Ooh. Yeah. Five. So, number Dan, five. Start with, start with the negative. I just, uh, after part one, which I thought was really good, it just, because there was no, it just takes over a couple of days, right? The film? I, th- I think, yeah. I think so. Um, and I just... It, I, it doesn't quite stick it for me. I'm not really. I just can never really put my finger on why, but I do like it. I think it's a lot better than Order of the Phoenix, which is below it. But there's just no. I guess because it's the final part and it's a big battle and that's what it's supposed to be. That's not really what I like about Harry Potter. I like the mystery and and the world building more. Whereas this one's just like, let's fight people now and. Mm. have epic battle at Hogwarts and destroy it and let's feel sad for people who have died but haven't really been in the films yeah too much. I'll admit they went a bit kind of Hollywood big action on the whole castle defense thing which made it less about the story and more about the spectacle yeah and that's and I think that's because it was split into two parts but I think you had to split this into two parts in my opinion and like it's you, just personal preference why it's so low for the me. Hollywoodness is a problem with the film or with the story it's probably with the film I think mm. like it's a good end to the Deathly Hallow like but I don't think like finding what's it uh, Re- Ravenclaw Tiara Ravina Ravenclaw's diadem that's it uh, that being in the room of requirement and that with being like Underneath some chairs was a bit shit. Um, yeah, it doesn't if you really make much sense. But yeah, I, I don't really like that too much. I what was it? I like the Hufflepuff cup in the bank with all the like you know all yeah, of Bellatrix's where, yeah, whether it treasures looks... doubling. Yeah, that that, was, that is very cool. Yeah, I like that. It's cool, but again, the it's just, it's not one of them spells where like doesn't really make too much sense yeah it doesn't it doesn't make too much sense and i much prefer like i i i wish these horcruxes were in like extravagant places like the chamber of secrets 
Yeah, I don't know. I, I, it, I agree. It's, it's quite hard to say, really, because... I do, I do like this film, but it's just not what I look for in a Harry Potter film. Mm. That's why it's so low for me. Uh, do you know what I did like for this film? A redemption for... Uh, oh my god, I can't believe I was about to talk about him and it's gone. Neville. Neville Longbottom. Neville Longbottom redeemed himself in my eyes. He yeah. became... You know, um, yeah, I mean, he's, you know, he, he's blossomed into quite a beautiful man by this point he, turn, he turns into like a leader doesn't he kind of mm. um i don't i, I don't know if it's a redemption courage. as such well no not redemption um probably just improvement upon his character yes i agree um he does that things. i think he deserved yeah because i can't even remember him in half blood prince i remember him in order of the phoenix i think and he was still rubbish at spells then well, yeah. Um, he's always been the joke character, isn't he? Yeah, and then in this, and then I think he had one scene in part one where he like told Death Eater to get off the train. Yeah. Uh, and then like in this film, he's like the leader, and he like he's the one that goes between Hogsmeade and Hogs. Yeah, that's yeah. right. And then he kills Nagini. Yes. I think that's I, yeah, yeah. He's a good yeah, character. Yeah, he does. In this one. Um, anything else, lads? Um, I like, I like the final battle. Sorry, Dan, continue. No, no. Well, I asked um, a question, so you make a statement. Well, I was just going to talk about the final, like, scenes of the film. So yeah. we could talk about that. That would make more sense to talk about last, probably. So mm. how we talk about the battle? Um, I like it. I like that we don't really get to see much of it. You get my you mean? mean? It kind of happens around yeah. them. Yeah, I like that they sort of yeah. running through the battle, which I feel like they it's it's quite poetic because I feel like they that's what they've been doing pretty much the whole franchise. Yeah, you don't actually see any of the characters die. Do you? Yes, all the characters that yeah. die you don't see die, and I feel like that makes it feel like. In a way, they're being ripped, ripped from us. Mm. Unjust. Yeah. Oh, no, you do see a couple of on-screen character deaths. Isn't one of the Weasleys you see that? No. no. He, you see him getting disarmed, no. but you don't see him getting bodied. Okay. So obviously, one of the Weasley brothers dies, which is sad. Very. And Lupin and Tonks, which is mostly sad because they have a kid. Who's now an orphan? That's. I just liked both of their characters. Yes. And oh well, yeah, I really uh, like Lupin. Uh, Tonks was, eh, but you know, Lupin... I liked her more in the book. To be fair, she wasn't given nearly enough time for me to actually care about her in the films. This is true. Um, you know, it's it's just. I think the battle is not too bad. I like the big barrier. I like the big barrier thing they make. Mm. I like the fact that Voldemort destroys it in his rage. Yeah. Uh, I I I like you were saying for Order of the Phoenix. I wish there was more creative spells being used. Yes, I um, think turning I, the ones into a gun is not a good idea. Um, yeah, 
Um, I think the idea is that Voldemort didn't use complex spells because he was because he was so angry. No, it's not just Voldemort. Like in the the battle itself between well, the Death Eaters and the students. Yeah, but we you, know. you don't really know what spells are being done. Again, it's like you do, you don't see enough of it. I I suppose. Yeah. Mm. I, I like the living fire in the room with the um in the room of requirement. That was quite cool. A uh, true. I think it's strange that they recast. Was it Isabel Crabagall? There is a reason behind that. Yes, Did you know what it was. He um, took a bomb to the London riots. Was it? I, well, I thought it was. He was uh, caught uh, with he, well, he was drugs in, it, on set. No, he was. He was an attempted terrorist. Yeah, yeah. I think it was both. Actually, um, probably. So, <laughs> either, yeah. either way, not. A good he guy. wasn't. He wasn't Half Blood Prince. Um, yes, like that was his last yeah. one. Yeah. Um. Anyway, <laughs> they didn't replace him though. It's a, it's it's a different character. No, it's I, I'm pretty but sure. That, pre- no, I'm it's pre- not supposed. To, it's not. It's not supposed to be crab. I don't, I'm pretty sure. Well, it's not the first time they've recast someone. Did they just cut him out? I think so. They just cut him out. Yeah, because mm. because the guy who's because it's Goyle that dies, and it's the other guy. And the other guy was on the train in Half Blood Prince, and he says his name there, but I can't remember what it is. So. Uh, well, they're too similar, and they yeah. get enough screen time. It doesn't. It doesn't yeah. really matter. But um, yeah, I. What was I going to say? Oh yes, I think another aspect of the uh, the defense of Hogwarts that I liked was uh, McGonagall calling all the statues to arms. Yes, and I liked the bit where she's like, "I've always wanted to use that spell." <laughs> yeah, I like that. Yeah, that's just that's uh, like character fulfillment. Uh, I like how they uh, blow up the the bridge. True. And they use they use um, yeah the Neville and um, what's his name? He likes uh, blowing Seamus. up stuff. Seamus, that's it. Yeah. The, the whole joke with him is everything he does, he blows up. Exactly, and I think that was a good little um, nod to that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um. I just so what, I think this is a great finale. And what, I think this movie's strongest aspect is the twist with Snape. Yeah. I agree. I yes. think I think he's the best character in Harry Potter. Oh, absolutely. I think after he's, that, I think he's after that, yeah. yeah. Well, I think he's always been the most nuanced character. Mm. And one of the best acted. But I feel like that solidified him as, you know, a cool kid. He was, he is excellent, Snape. He's, yeah, he's Alan Rickman's an, an awesome actor. May he rest in peace. Um, it's also like this turning of a villain into a good guy, and it's one of the best cases of, yeah, I think, how that's done. Um, and it actually, you actually do feel for him. Yeah. In the other films, you just think he's a dick, and then in this film, you're just like, "Oh, I actually didn't want him to die." Now I love him. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> yeah. I th- like his treatment to Harry throughout all the films hasn't been out of hatred. It's been out like a just a very harsh love, you know. 
Yeah. He Harry embodies um, both the the love of the person that he he loved the most in life, basically. Yeah. But also and the person yeah, he hated the, the most. Exactly. It's mm. he is the, the culmination of the two people he had the the strongest feelings for. So you kind of see both of those manifest mm. throughout the films. I agree. Which is great. And I just think turning Dumbledore into a sort of an almost bad character or like a bad guy. Mm. I think that's interesting. Well, in hindsight, if you look at Dumbledore in the I mean he's not he's not really in a good the person. In all of his actions, although Harry constantly says he's the best wizard ever, you know, he's second coming of Christ in a wizard. Um he he never seems to actually embody those things. True. All of his actions either they come too late, he's a bit too apathetic at times, and he, he seems too manipulative. Yes, and I like the scene where Snape basically says, like, you're basically just raising him to die at the right moment. And Dumbledore's just like, yeah, I am. I just thought, like, wow, okay. That yeah. that changes the films a fair bit. It, it kind of upends the tone of a lot of the previous ones with Will, Dumbledore. All the times he's been, you know, looking out for Harry. Not, not really looking out for Harry, because because he's a good person just looking out for Harry because he needed him to be alive to die at the right minute yeah it's crazy uh one thing I didn't like about this film yes and some people probably would like it because it's kind of artistic but like the way that Voldemort dies and he I... just goes into flakes into the air I agree in the, in the in did the a Thanos before Thanos did a Thanos in the book <laughs> in the book he dies like a normal human. Yes, and I feel like it would have been more powerful to show that he's not this mystical. You know, I I just wish he didn't die in such a a wizardy way. Well, you know what's what's also weird is Nagini dies right, but he's still alive afterward. Um. And well, yeah, then Harry uses the, the final expel- part of the soul. Well, no, the reason he dies is because the killing curse rebounds because the other one can't hurt Harry because he's the true master of the other one. Yeah, but but Harry uses Expelliarmus, right? Or am I? Um, okay, oh, right, yes. I see what you're saying now. Actually, he he does, but the only reason it backfires is because the Expelliarmus is pushing his spell back to him and then okay. it, and then well, it rebounds yeah. well anyway i i would have rather even though if you i'd rather him just died just like after a human. nagini died or just died like a human yeah <laughs> well it just it's like it makes a little he is still technically embodying one fragment of his soul is um yes Voldemort. technically yeah. nagini just has one of them true I always just thought it was Expelliarmus takes the wand and then he just dies. <laughs> no, they they explain so, right at the end. Harry's like the wand couldn't harm me because right. Also, the disarming of wand thing. Another thing that Jake added, um, just because. Um, 
doesn't really make any sense because people get disarmed all the time but that doesn't mean the one changes his allegiance only yeah. only counts because the last film says that's how it works mm. again also, it's like a lazy yeah. plot device isn't it it's just like oh how am i gonna how am i gonna get this thing to happen oh just add this that's fine mm. 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 I'm not sure if I like the constant <laughs> kind of green and red laser battle between I like the, the visualisation I just wish they would use more spells yes more spells yeah. I wouldn't have minded that if there was more spells yeah, that yes. sounds yeah. Like... she's got such an unrestricted magic system that you could literally do anything but and that would look I amazing I feel like this is more this is an issue with the films because they, it, they could have changed it because You're it, right. it, yeah because in the books they do use other spells mm. but obviously it's so it's probably quite difficult to visualize a lot of the spells happening I don't know it's weird um what do you think of old man old man Harry I like that so I have you seen the original version where they're like like a lot older no I have not yeah it's no it's weird. it's, it's proper weird I mean how long is it do we have time for that now um no because Harvey doesn't want to end it <laughs> yes <laughs> oh okay I well, see we're we're we'll, mm, we're at like two to one hour 45 maybe so oh we're doing better than last we're time we're not doing too bad by a huge margin um but let's just keep let's just keep it flowing nicely um I wish the scene where Malfoy throws Harry his wand was kept don't know if you've seen yes. that deleted scene <clears throat> I I know the part in the book Daniel you know this. I've not. I have not seen that scene. No. So, Harry flies out of um, Hagrid's arms after being fake dead. Voldemort's all surprised, and then Malfoy runs out and says, "Harry," and then throws him his wand. You see, that is. I I feel like why get rid of that? You know, mm. it's a perfect. Well, it'd be redeeming... the culmination of. Um his character arc wouldn't it yeah and it's like Harry's pretty much you know not really been that much of a dick to Malfoy and he did save him even though he's been this bad person mm. I just feel like it, kill him. <laughs> yeah but not knowingly yeah true so it's like I think like we needed a bit of redemption for Malfoy rather than for him and his family to just walk off and yeah for that have to be no the end of that and just be, that's it mm. I also don't like the part where Harry just breaks the elder wand I do but doesn't but doesn't repair his um, other wand first. Well, no, because he's because <laughs> no, he's he's given a wand, isn't he? No, but 
I know I do I haven't read the book but I know this is part of the book he does repair his um original one his one original one before I, th destroying I, I, the I thought you one. couldn't well that's what, what he does is that that's, right Luke that's what he does I can neither confirm nor deny well if he does well, that then why can't somebody find both ends of the elder wand and repair it exactly bullshit <laughs> Uh, well, I mean, having a wand that is better than all other ones a little bit of a macguffin thing to do anyway. Well, the Deathly Hallows are a MacGuffin in themselves, Luke. This, right, let's oh, no. let's finish with this movie and move on to wider issues with Harry Potter. Firstly, I'd like to address the Deathly Hallows. Um, the other one doesn't make much sense, but I get that it's a gift from death. The Resurrection Stone doesn't really do anything. It and does kind of well it in, brings... in, the, in the animation it says it brings people back but when Harry's holding it he doesn't actually bring anyone back he just sees ghosts no but it brings people back but well you can see them so it brings them back from the dead well they're not no, technically... but, no but in Deathly Hallows they say you can bring people back but they won't don't come back the same true like why why in the same book change what the thing does i don't get it well, also yeah. why can't why can't they just turn into ghosts like um nearly headless nick good question why <laughs> what me, what makes you become a ghost you see these that's never very well explained also in the first book okay i know this is an issue with jake around just making shit up in the first book harry puts on the invisibility cloak ron goes oh that's an invisibility cloak but then it's established with the Deathly Hallows that there's only one. He does say they're very, very rare. But yeah, it well, does, it's not like... That's clearly yeah. bullshit because... There's only the, one. The, the Deathly Hallows, yeah. like, Death gave him his own invisibility cloak. So why, throughout the whole of these films, has no one ever said, Harry, where the hell did... Where did you get that? You know, it's an it's it's not a film issue again, is it? It's a, it's a Jake. Well, no, we're just talking about Jake Rowling. Is just she, I know she she made stuff up. I think something she should have set ground rules for the magic system in the first couple of books, because like I've read a fair bit of fantasy, and you have to have decent drawbacks to having a magic yes. system that is so loose this one else you can just the get away with is, saying Luke, anything i'm sure she did introduce rules but then she just changed them <laughs> and that's just jk's yeah. way it's like even like she's published these books now and they're out mm -hmm. and that's finite but she just can't she just can't stop changing things like yeah. Herm hermione supposed to be black got no issue with that i just wish in the book it was originally stated that she was black. Because, well, I don't. I don't because, because in the it? books, she was written and described as a white character. I just don't get why you have to go back on your own I word. I don't think she said, oh, Hermione is black. She just said Hermione could be. Like, yeah, I think she's portrayed by. I don't. Uh, no, because then she's, she said about certain characters being different. Like Dumbledore being gay, obviously, you know. Why? I think that was already sort of a thing, wasn't it? No, not was in, it not in the films. Was it not? No. 
Not in the well, I, I don't was. think it was even explored in the books. That's that's what I mean. She went back on it. And obviously it's canon now because of Fantastic Beasts and all that. I think she she does a lot of retroactive um well, canonizing of things. Yes, but that's obviously not how book publishing works. No. Once you once you publish a book, that is how it is. I'm can't afraid. do book 2.0 add a bunch of patches to your writing exactly yeah it's not like a game you can't just release a <laughs> yeah. patch to fix it no um what else is wrong with these bloody just, movies just uh, just a lot um I think Harry's a bit of a, a damp squib in the first couple of ones yeah I, I think he just seems to win through either luck or by his friends um that's every movie, though, isn't it? Sort of. But in my, well, that's just my not opinion. All of them, not all of them. Um, I think also Hermione's character in the films is quite annoying, and Ron can just be an ass sometimes and doesn't really contribute much to the group for most of the film. Especially films. the first few. Mm. Yeah, I think in the books Hermione is less of a know-it-all and more of a just a clever person. Yeah, um, I think that's a, that is a film issue particularly. I think they, I've, yeah, the, they... the first few films were mostly pretty dumbed down. I feel like mm. probably because it was aimed more at the younger audience. Yeah, I, don't, I think it I kind mean, of just yeah. she molded into Emma Watson's character, didn't she? Yes, which I don't. I understand. Like, <laughs> it's difficult. I would just stick to how it's described in the book and then have the films be a betrayal of the book mm. rather than shaping the next few books on what the films have done. You know, I feel like maybe the f- franchise suffers a little bit. I don't know. It's strange. Mm. I think you should never do the books and the films releasing concurrently because then they affect one another and push the book to be written far too quickly. True, but it's um, also interesting that no one knew how it would all end. That is true. Um, Harry Potter as a whole. Well, fucking shit. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's a lot like Star Wars. It's one of those things that does have flaws that you know you can point out if you've seen enough yes. of it. But it's just enjoyable. Has, just it's so enjoyable. enjoyable, and by such a large variety of people and through age groups that it just has a cult following because of its its escapism and its its yeah its universe. It's sort of that like. Um, you know, this seemingly unimportant kid turns out to be, you know, the center of this world, you know? Mm. I feel like stories like that always seem to be successful because people put themselves in that situation, you know? Yeah. So it's the same with Luke Luke Skywalker, mm. you know? Seemingly unimportant person turns out to be the the center of the story. Yeah. Yeah, well, there you go. That's the underdog, pretty much. I I just love. I think for me, Harry Potter. As much as I love the characters, I love just exploring Hogwarts and 
Yeah. I, I, I love it when they go a bit darker, I think. Yes, I agree. Um, uh, like, and the music's yeah. great as well. True. Which Haven't we touched on the music. Also, yeah. John Williams. It's Well, John Mostly. Williams, attach his name to something and it's good. Yes. I think I actually do prefer lots of the other interpretations of John Williams' theme. Um, there was a particularly good version of Hedwig's theme in, I think it was Goblet of Fire. Do you, does either, any of you remember the opening music for that that movie? I can't. It's it's Hedwig's theme, but the strings are like. That's the, true. The strings they're, are the, the strings are the off. focus, and mm-hmm. it suddenly becomes very sinister. And I just think it's good stuff. Mm. Um, let's Harry Potter or Star Wars. Pick one. Star Wars. Star Wars. Wow, Harry Potter. I, I think that is entirely up to the individual. Yeah. I don't think that's a quality of the franchise thing. I think it's just whichever. One okay, well, which which franchise do you for. think is more successful? Star Wars. Star Wars. <laughs> no, I mean like, I feel like Star Wars. Po- there's a lot more. There's a lot more flops. You know, the more stuff doesn't work with Star Wars, I think. I think Star Wars has a worse ending at the moment. I mean, one day there might be an episode 10, 11, and 12. There there won't be. If if Um, by success you mean quality of storytelling as a whole, I think um, probably um, it would be Harry Potter. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, like, if you series. had to consider these things as a complete package deal, mm. you got I think the Harry Potter films and the Star Wars films. I think Harry Potter feels everything feels slightly more on purpose than Star Wars. I feel like Star Wars is definitely a lot of like, let's just make this expansion because we can. Well. I think part of that is to do with the the difference in time scale between the two's creation. True. Because one of them was made over like well, thirty odd years <laughs> with different iterations between them, with different people's ideas coming out. Because it wasn't a pre-written story. Um, well, Harry Potter, you had the foundations already written, mostly. <clears throat> Again. Okay. Uh, and uh... Uh, <laughs> sorry. What is it with me today? Day. I don't know, man. Um, and then you had the directors putting their own spin on the world, which worked very well for the most part. Yes. Well, Harry Potter has a, a better ending for its franchise as well. I think. Well, let's just I say if I if I had to sit down and watch all of these things in a group of days, I would probably pick Harry Potter personally. Hmm. It's quite equal for me. It depends how I'm feeling. If I, I don't really know. If I want to, I actually don't know what I'd choose. It's difficult. I think, yeah, for me, I enjoy the world of Star Wars more. Um, I think I've probably been engrossed in more of it and involved in more of it than I have Harry Potter. Yeah, um, would agree. It's probably just personal. 
Um, uh, well, plus there's just more Star Wars media, I suppose. You can be involved in the Star Wars universe in more ways than just the books of Harry Potter and the films of Harry Potter. Well, yes, uh, but the Harry Potter stuff is all expanding all the time. Harry Potter game coming out and... You know, I do like Fantastic the look Beast of that movies game. and I don't like the Fantastic Beast movies. <laughs> we I think I, the first I can't one away for number three I think the to... first one isn't terrible. No, I agree. I like I the first the second the it. second one is a lot of talking and me not understanding what people are talking about. But I, I, I do trying I to do, set up the third film too much. I do like Johnny Depp in that in that movie. Oh. Shame well, you won't be in number three. Yeah, it is, um, and that's that whole situation is pretty criminally unjust. If you've been if you've been following what's going on, yeah, I yeah. did. Yeah, you know. Well, but they I... um they just stopped him from being able to play the character for allegations. It's not even been proven. But he's got proof against her. But he's but he's the one he that lo- he's the he, one that got convicted. Lo- so yeah, he lost. So um, you know, I think I think that's bullshit. But anyway, um, yeah, I don't really like either of those films. To be quite honest, I, I I didn't even like the first one that much. Even in cinema, I remember watching it and coming out of it quite underwhelmed. So I was underwhelmed, but I thought I just thought like, oh, this this could have been a lot fucking worse. I. I it's just True. those films if I compare it to Harry Potter and I just missed the mysteriousness of it yeah um, they, they definitely thought the lost, world was like they lost the wonder yeah anyway let's just let's conclude there we're at a good almost two hours maybe um, I think it's a little over probably um yeah Harry Potter good we like <laughs> Uh, what what should we what what franchise do we do next? Uh, other than Lord of the Rings, Lord of the Rings is difficult because I see Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit as basically the two things that you would compare. I don't. Mm. I wouldn't compare like Fellowship, Tower, Return. They're all sort of part of the same thing. In my opinion, you get me. Yeah, I get that. I could probably rank them though. I feel like yeah, they, I feel no. like there would be less point because there's so few. Well, I mean, you could rank the six of them. But... Yeah, true. There's films. I'd have to rewatch them because, like, I haven't. It's been a while. Well, I watched the. Um... I watched the last Hobbit recently, and then uh, all of the Lords of the Rings ones. Mm. So we could do we could do Marvel. That'd Marvel that would be difficult. It'd be a long one. No, that that would have to be a several parter. I to, or with Marvel, you could just do the list and say why you don't like it, and then just just skip the section after that because that'll be way too long. And also, yeah. I have not seen every Marvel film. So. Okay, well, <laughs> we could have well, it like you could, a top, you could list them and uh, then talk 10? about the main ones. Yeah, yeah, we could have our own top ten, and then talk about any that are common between them, and then go about 
discussing the ones that weren't common between them. So we go like, if any of us liked Ant-Man or something, and neither of the other two did, then we could talk about it. Don't be silly. Don't be silly. Um, anyway, that's, that's oh, you gonna... like all the dark world, don't you, Harvey? Um, for I like Christopher Eccleston. Anyway, right. <laughs> uh, okay, that's gonna be the end of the podcast, everyone. Um, I hope you enjoyed us talking about Harry Potter for I don't know, like a little over two hours or something. Hope we didn't bore you to death. Uh, if you got anything wrong, um, I don't really care. Um, <laughs> but by all means, let us know. Let us know where we went wrong, and we probably won't read your comments. But at least you'll have vindicated yourself. Oh, I'll read them. I just won't. Re- I just won't reply. Um, and if you haven't already, go check out our three and a half hour Star Wars podcast, which yeah, is interesting. It's oh, probably maybe. <laughs> uh, yeah, there you go. Remember to like and subscribe. Uh, Thanks, Lee. Harvey Bridgewater I, Production. I don't usually say that, actually. You should be shilling. No. It's, it's part of the parcel of the whole thing of YouTube. You shill for yourself all the time. Be sure to smash that like button. Oh, and also, yep. check out the gaming channel. Oh, yeah. Where that's, gaming goes on. That's Harvey Holbrook. This man games. Oh, Harvey Holbrook games. Ever want to know how to get 100k in Warzone? Yeah, that's that's the only that's the only place you'll find out. Oh yeah, right. Okay, everyone say goodbye. Cheerio. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice having you. See you next time. Ciao, darling. Bye. <laughs>